Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Explosion Network spoiler review discussion of Avengers Endgame, the movie that is most likely to make so much money that Disney's castle finally explodes. My name's Dylan Blight, and joining me, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here to watch talk about the 2018 American short documentary film that was nominated for an Academy Award, Endgame. Wow. Have you had that sitting in your back pocket all day waiting to record this, or did you? Just, no, I uh... definitely just thought about it one minute and looked it up. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what uh, we're talking about, right? Yeah, no, we're talking about the one uh, that's about Hawkeye and he's trying to get his family back and stuff. Oh, uh, not the one about terminally ill patients in San Francisco. Wow, what a way to open this. Uh, <laughs> before we jump into it, this is your last warning. As we just said, this is indeed a spoiler film review discussion there is no like 5 10 15 20 whatever pre non-spoilery yep. stuff it is full not on spoiler spoilers. free spoiler paid spoiler spoiler yes. expenses spoiler full on expenses for spoiler lamborghini some would say uh, so i'll say that this movie unlike uh, our previous review discussions uh this movie has so much in it i've kind of struggled how to uh put together this particular review discussion because there's <laughs> simply uh so much but we'll, we'll we'll see how we we can go and how we can go through it hopefully it doesn't go for about 10 hours we'll we'll see uh so gonna do the usual thing we'll get our overall thoughts and then we're gonna try and work our way through the movie and from start to finish kind of with the key plot points and discuss certain things and moments and these sorts of things but before we get into that ash you gave the movie yep. a 9.5 on ExplosionNetwork.com with the written I review, did. which you can find the link down below. And however you're viewing this on the YouTubes or the audios, or head on over to ExplosionNetwork.com to find it there, however you want to go about it. Uh, of course, you kept your review very spoiler-free uh, in that written one, though. But you hinted at a lot of things. So now's your chance to open the can of worms and give us your full yep. spoiler thoughts and why. Uh, why you love it and a couple things you hinted that that you wasn't a big fan of yeah i just yeah i loved it obviously 9.5 that's pretty high score um i think it is just the perfect wrapping up of this infinity saga that they've quote quote decided they're calling it so yeah i thought it was the perfect ending if this was the last marvel movie i ever saw i think i'd go away very satisfied i kind of so wish it was, was like, honest, but... yeah so if we all die tomorrow that we'll go out satisfied you're really just on down today. Right? <laughs> yeah, this is just, just, went, <laughs> just really went dark really quick. Um, yeah. yeah, it. I don't know how, but they made everything before it make more feel worth it. Weightier, rewarding. Yeah, weightier. Like you, it was a good investment in your time going watching every single one of those twenty one movies because they touched on pretty much every one of those 21 close movies. Close to all of them. Pretty close. <laughs> close Incredible Hulk, still the most least relevant movie in the MCU. Mm, kinda. Somehow they elevated Thor the Dark World. Somehow, yes. Somehow they yes. made that an important Hell movie. Of an achievement. <laughs> Hell of an achievement. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just, yeah, it just wrapped up beautifully. Uh, obviously, some actors are finishing their time with the Thing. so obviously they've been written out for the future the other thing they left pretty much a blank slate for the future we don't mm -hmm. it, it feels like a definitive ending because we there's only maybe one hint or two at what's coming next um as for problems obviously there's this massive time travel story in the middle 
that there is some plot holes and some things that they're artfully explained. Um, but other than that, I liked pretty much everything about this. Um, yeah. You hinted that in your review, you hinted that one character that you felt was uh, underused or something. Who, who... Well, that's obviously it's Captain Marvel. You, she shows you up at the start unused? of the movie. They don't explain who she is. They don't. We don't get a scene well, of her explaining uh, who she is. To, to be fair, this whole movie is, if you haven't watched all the ones prior to it, too bad. Yeah. So I don't feel like yeah, they that, needed well, to explain we, who she was. That was pretty similar to Infinity War. There was no hand-holding at all. So. No. Yeah, so if you didn't see Captain Marvel in this minutes, which pretty much everyone did apparently because of the it's one of the highest grossing movies ever, so yeah. uh, no excuses really. Um, but yeah, they just dove in straight ahead, but then she just disappeared for half the movie. Yeah, especially yeah. when she's marketed so much, she's like on the poster. Yeah, the, the, what, the, like the, all the posters are lie though. To be, to be fair, like yeah. I, I think the the all of the posters, the spreads for this movie is like like I saw someone like people have been taking p- pictures and putting them up on Twitter, like outside the you know the big uh, the long poster type standy type things in cinemas and yeah. stuff. Uh, and it's like Thor's on there, obviously not Fat Thor. Uh, you've got uh, we got that Thor though. That Thor was in the movie t- briefly. He's not the main part of the movie briefly. But, but then there's also like um, Bruce Banner's on there, not the Hulk because they still like. Obviously, don't want to give away yeah, any turns into the whole keeping secrets. Yeah, well, the whole poster is a complete turn. You know, nothing on there really represents yeah. the movie at all. Even the Captain Marvel thing, like everything about it's like the thing. Like, I don't mind the Captain Marvel thing. This is one thing I've seen people have. No, I said with it's fine. It's just I imagine that would irritate people who went in who were in love with Captain Marvel after that last movie. They come in, they expecting her to be a massive part of this story. And she's in there for ten minutes at the start of the movie and fifteen minutes into the, the movie. I think we built that up in our heads though, to be fair. Somewhat. We and we but, all did it. Every reacts to a trailer we did, it's like, oh Captain Marvel will do this, Captain Marvel will do this, Captain Marvel will do this kind of thing. And we can't like I understand that the argument will be, well, they put her like she was the movie before and uh they also had like the end uh, thing with Nick Fury calling her in and all these sorts of things. Yeah. But then again, the the end calling in thing. If we wasn't going directly into Endgame, then it would have just been as these movie movies usually do, which is they usually end with something that links into the next Marvel movie in the line. They don't usually link into the next big upcoming event. They just will link into directly what is going to be the next Marvel movie. And the next Marvel movie following Infinity War happened to be captain marvel you know so yeah. I, I don't look at the stinger for infinity war as a setup for endgame i look at it as any other stinger which is simply set up for the next movie in line of the uh-huh. the cinematic universe and so you're fine with how they use captain marvel in this film you have no issues i am because i think the way the way they explain what she's doing makes sense for her character interesting because if you go back and read your infinity war review you're very upset that there wasn't more black panther in that film I was. Even though he was the p- movie previous to it. I think because, I think the way that uh, she comes in at the start of this, and then because of the time jump, and the way that they explain why she's not there, it made sense story-wise to me, because they're like, you have that that scene where uh, Black Widow's talking to all the, the holograms or whatever, and she's she pretty much kind of owns her, because like Black, uh, she's like, why aren't you down here, like Black Widow says something, you know, like, helping of us and then uh captain marvel was just like you know there's fucking thousands of other planets that don't have avengers and i was like 
that is a very good fucking point. In fact, if if if, if anything, Earth has no, it I'm better than anywhere else. <laughs> they didn't raise have a terribly good reason why she was away the whole thing, but yeah, I, I, I would assume people who had seen Captain Marvel were expecting more Captain Marvel. I was expecting more Captain Marvel. Which is what happened with you and Black Panther in the last Yeah, but I think it's just that one line where I was like where she owns her and goes, other planets don't have Avengers. And I was sitting there going yeah, you're right. And it, it's that one line that just kind of sold the entirety of her absence from the movie to me because it made sense character-wise for her to... Because like, I'm like, what is Captain Marvel? She's basically a galactic police officer. She's not tied to Earth. She doesn't. She's not an Earth uh, Avenger, you know? But it makes sense for Black Panther not to show up till later in that in Infinity War. Yeah, I'd have to go back and I can't really remember all my yeah. rest to be honest. But we're, we're talking <laughs> about this 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 particular yeah. movie. We'd have to go. I'd have to go back and I can't remember what my reasons at, at the time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's that one line though that sells me on her. Yeah, no, yeah, absence. I didn't have a problem with it. Again, I was just pointing out something. No, I've I've seen people. lots of people yeah. upset about it, and I I get why. It's because it's the movie prior and all these sorts of things. But I think character wise it makes sense to set her up as a hero that is not going to be tied to earth, especially as they're built as Marvel the last five years or so has been building uh, their galactic, uh, you know, galactic world more so than a million and one different fucking things always constantly happening on earth. They've just been building this way bigger universe. So I think that makes sense. Uh, Was there any other negatives that you had that stood out? No, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Everything else was pretty great. CGI stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The CGI was not great, especially the last act. It sort of dipped down a little bit. It, obviously, we had issues with the uh, Thanos' fiends last movie. They haven't been improved at all. So, And I'll say yeah. I, um, I rewatched Infinity War, like, of course, many people did before Endgame. And it was the first time I actually watched my 4K Blu-ray copy of it. And I yeah. thought the special effects looked worse in 4K, <laughs> which is kind of the... Uh, what happens sometimes, obviously, with the... Well, that's what happens with everything. Yeah. You go watch old movies in 4K and you can see, yeah, the, you no, you notice you can the, see uh, the makeup on people. You notice stuff a lot more. But it's, it's funny because yeah. there's like this one thing where I saw, like, I, I noticed a Thanos tear when he uh, kills Gamora for that first time. I was like, oh, I haven't seen that little tear before. Like, oh, 4K is giving me more detail. And I got to the fight <laughs> at the end of the movie and I was like, oh, the CJ looks worse though. Like, I'm like, what's the, <laughs> the, the payoff? <laughs> what's the trade-off? Yeah, what's the trade-off here? Um... I obviously, unsurprisingly, I feel aren't as high on this movie as uh, you. I think it's great. I think it's... Uh, what is shaking your head? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's not as high as you. I don't know like what score I'd give. I, I, th- I think it's a lot better than Infinity War. And Infinity War, I gave it 7.5. If I had to chuck a score out to kind of tell people where I kind of sit, I'd probably be around an 8.5, I guess, or an 8 to 8.5, I guess, yeah. on this one, which it's like, I guess that's low on most people's scale, but I'm like, it's a fucking 8. 8. Is it 5. just that one issue? No, I have a couple issues. And like, obviously my biggest issues is are a Thor, a Thor character problem that I have, which we will tackle in full because I feel like I want to have a full on discussion because it's my, my biggest problem. But then there are, the, uh, there are a couple of things like, uh, uh, pacing wise uh, a couple scenes I feel like could have just been deleted uh, CGI things you know like just general film things that any movie could have that just add up to being a couple issues here and there I think um, as a whole though it's probably it would be top five Marvel movies for me pretty easily um, and I also think just as a cinema event it's uh, 
like it's it's something you, you timestamp and like ten years from now, I remember where I was when I watched Endgame because yeah. it's it's a true cinematic event and it's the only Avengers movie I've w- walked out of and really felt like wow because I didn't like I like I thought the first Avengers movie was fine. I wasn't even wowed by that one, which I know is like sacrilege to a lot of people. I thought it was fine. I wasn't a big fan of Age of Ultron. I don't think that's sacrilege though. A lot of people that's are not the sacrilege. Biggest, biggest fan of that one. Um, Infinity War, as I said, I reviewed that for us. I gave it a seven point five. It was a good time, but I had several issues with that one as well. Um, I often struggle with the Avengers films just because the problem with they they have with these movies is the amount of characters they've got and like how, the juggling act it's like the thing that benefits a movie and the thing that people love about them is like the amount of characters but then i also feel like they just struggle with what to fucking do with so yeah. many characters and it's like the plus minus of, of all that i guess but um yeah it's, it's absolutely one of the most epic eventful movies i think of i've watched in my life and that's what i'm saying like I want to go watch it again. I really, really like Definitely. the movie, but at the same time, I can like something and still have an issue, <laughs> a couple issues with it. You know, you're allowed yeah. to love. I have, I love Star Wars. I still point out negative things like that's how you. If you criticize the art you like, that's how it gets better. Yeah, you know, so uh, people can hate the Last Jedi and still love Star Wars. They can hate the, they, they, can, they can. That's exactly people what People can dislike the, the Last Jedi, but if I see one more fucking person just jump into a random fucking thread and start arguing about that movie for no reason, I'm like, it's been two years. Just settle down. I saw someone arguing about fucking the Ghostbusters remake. Uh, the, the, yeah, well, so anyway, that's, that's a whole thing. But well. I was like, that's <laughs> like fucking four years ago, dude. It's like, just everyone chill out. Anyway, all right, Avengers Endgame. Let's start, <laughs> start walking through uh, this particular movie. Uh, so we, when it opens, we get we get a cold open. I don't think we, that's ever happened before. I was trying to think, but I'm like, I, I, I didn't have time to check. But I'm like, Black Panther was that a cold open or wasn't a cold open? Like, did it not have? Did it have the logo first? I can't remember. You know the the prequel no, scene. No, I can't remember. You know that what would I mean? Makes sense. I feel like it was, but I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. I, I would really have to check, but I feel like one it of the was few a cold, cold opens. Yeah, yeah, one of a few, at least, uh, one of a few, if not the only cold open that we can think of. But um, I, it's fine. I wasn't a big fan of the particular scene because well, I you felt knew like how the scene was going to play. Yeah, out. Yeah, because so. I felt I, we know how it's going to play out. I felt like it was just playing for cheap, uh, cheap emotional pulls a bit for me. Well, I feel like it was just set up to set up where Hawkeye was and why Hawkeye is doing what he's doing. Yeah, but I feel like that could be explained very quickly later in that scene because the, the, the showing, not telling. The problem I have is I want one of I don't like either Hawkeye scene. I don't like this scene, and I don't like the Japan scene either. Later, right? I think the Japan scene could have been completely deleted, or this one could have been deleted. And then if they got rid of this one, and then they have the Japan scene, and they have him like get real emotional to. Uh, uh, black widow there and you know him being like my fucking you know like my family died or something like they could tie the whole why he's angry and doing what he is into that japan they, scene they also the scene house for him going back in time later in the film i guess but just it's i i feel like between the two scenes they didn't need to be as long and drawn out between the two of them that's just i'm not what are you going against hawkeye uh, I've never been a big fan of Hawkeye, to be honest. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. I mean, it's fine. I don't really have a big problem with the scene. I'm just saying I was a bit like, uh, as soon as it started, right. I was just like a bit annoyed because I was like, oh, you fuckers are just going for cheap emotional, cheap punches straight out of the gate. I'm like, calm down. I know the movie's going to make me cry. You don't need to come swinging out the gates, like tr- trying to pull it. The, well, they just the need to set the mood. <laughs> no? 
Yeah, I fucking set the mood. I just watched Infinity War. This would be somebody's first Avengers movie. That would be really. They did. They fucked up. They they fucking they certainly did fucking fuck up. Uh, So after we after that we get the the title whatever the hell you call it a Marvel logo thing, and then we go to Tony and uh, Nebula. Mm up in the, the, the ship, the, the, the rocking around up there. Tony's explaining how they're running out of, uh, they ran out of whatever, you hear it in the trailer, you know, like we ran out of yeah, through the X a, amount of days ago. We ran out of the, 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 the soccer game or whatever, soccer, football, whatever the they call football it. Football game. Whatever, yeah. Field goal um, game. Field goal game, yeah. It's like, he, he explains, you know, we ran out of water, we're about to die in 24 hours, blah, blah, blah. And of course he sits in a chair and he's like, oh, this is my final. He, he gives the whole message to, to Pepper, uh, like we saw in the, the trailer as well, to the, the helmet stuff. Yep. And then, of course, she's sitting there watching, like, who saves him? What's it going to be? Uh, of course, it was Captain Marvel, which I was... <laughs> of course, it was Captain Marvel, but at the same time, like, hey, did she happen to just drive past? Like, is that her? No. So, <laughs> clearly what happened is she went to Earth. First. And they've been doing these large, uh, wide scans trying to find Thanos, obviously. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Rocket knows that Star-Lord went to fight mm-hmm. Thanos, so he's probably asked them to search for their ship. And then they found it, and then she's gone. Are you fanficking that, or did I miss something? Nope, I'm fanficking that. That's my internal. That's theory. fine because I'm going to fanfic something later. So as long as it, I I can accept that as an, a reasonable explanation for for what happened. Um, okay, so they yeah, so she takes them, delivers Tony and that back to Earth. Um, I like all this stuff too, like how this opens, and then as, as soon as uh, as soon as Tony lands, um, he strengthens his argument with. Uh, like him and Cap kind of share straight. a moment, well, pretty kind of, but like they, they kind of share a moment of just defeat with each with each other of I guess, and then he embraces uh Pepper and um the head inside, and then we cut to inside, and then they're kind of in the meeting room I guess, and then it's like into the arguments. Like you should have yeah. fucking listened to me. You, remember years ago? Remember that movie Civil War? Remember everyone? Me- hey, audience, do you remember, remember what Age that movie? <laughs> do you remember Age of Ultron? Do you remember all these things? Um, yeah, it's like they get into the like argument, but it's like as the audience member, you understand that neither one of them are like fully right. in the right. So it's like this uh, dichotomy of it all. I guess like listening to go back and forth about it, which. Um, I like because you know they're gonna, kind of you know they're going to resolve this issue of this movie. Well, you presume they're going to because it would have to be important to them. Like as soon as they as soon as they start arguing, I'm like, okay, so this is going to be an important part of this movie. Like them finally overcoming this uh this year long years long uh struggle because because th- th- even like in Infinity War because I rewatched, do they overcome it? I feel like they do by the end. Well, do they? I don't know if they like reconcile. I mean, they're, I, they're just sort of both working towards this common goal. I, I feel like by the end, because yet that whole five years, once we go five years in time, I, I just think that they've they like they've moved past it. You know, I, I don't feel like anyone's gone. You were right, or you were right, or anything like that. But they've they've moved past it finally. Whereas up until this point, it's still just been years of like them holding it against each other kind of especially tony yeah, I guess. you see an in infinity war picks up the phone oh like you know where he struggles to even call steve yeah. right then hesitant to call him so it's like this years years following civil war of tony still being hesitant and holding something of a grudge against him and i i i, I took it as that five years later kind of thing by the time steve can rock up on his patio and they can talk and be somewhat civil about it all and the way that yeah. he comes to him later I, I took it as like they kind of just got over it because they had to, because like they've lost so much at that yeah. point. Yeah. Um, so they get to talking and uh, Tony like rests up a bit and these sorts of things. Also, they must have digitally uh, 
Robert Downey Jr. looked very uh like they digitally made him thinner or something. It looked because he had his shirt off. He looked very gaunt. Yeah, like to well, to, you'd you'd have to be you were surviving in a few days. Oh, it, like it like, it makes sense that he looks yeah. gaunt, but I took it as a like they digitally made him look. Gaunt. No, I don't think he went full Christian Bale. No, I don't think he went full way. Christian Bale. Either, right. Yeah, um, and they, they point out like Thor sitting in the uh like behind the back room just not talking to anyone and eventually really? someone like i think it was captain marvel she's like what's his problem or someone was asked what his problem yeah, was probably. and they're like you know he blames himself and then rocket or someone says we we all blame ourselves and uh you know that's what we're kind of dealing with right now uh then captain marvel's like okay well i'm off to <laughs> i'm off to kill thanos i guess and like where are, you, where are you going where do you even know to go and she's like oh, oh you know i'll I'll find some people to, to to talk to, blah, 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 blah. And then Nebula's like, you don't need to to go anywhere. I know exactly where he's going to be. Um, and then they go over to computer system and scan the planet or whatever, or a certain region or something is what I took it. Like, I took it that she knew he would be somewhere around this region. And then Rocket was like, doodle-loop. And then, like, kind of scanned that particular region. And then they were like, oh, this, pla- uh, this planet two days ago in Finley Stones had, uh, like, power source of Finley Stones we there. Used, yeah. That's kind of how I took it all played off there. Yeah. So, so then they were like, cool. Mission to uh, Thanos' planet. We'll go there. We'll, we'll stop him. Um, it's quite funny because uh, when you're watching it for the first time, you're like, oh, shit. Like, we're, like we're, how's this going to go? Like, what's the... Yeah, this is going very quick. It's going very quick. <laughs> and obviously, you know, something's going to go wrong because it's a three-hour movie. <laughs> but you're like, what's going to go wrong? Like, how are we going to get there? But uh, And then, yeah, the opening of this movie is just, like, so fast to, to, to a point. They, they go to the planet. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny how... I, ne- I never really thought about it until I was actually in the ship. And, you know, it's like, who, whose first time is it doing space travel? It's like, you know, a couple of put up hands. It's like, we'll strap in, everyone. <laughs> so that was quite funny. Uh, so then they arrive at... Uh, Thanos's planet, his farm planet, and uh, Captain Marvel goes down, kind of looks over, and comes back up and says, "There's no defenses. There's no anyone else there but him." Blah 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 blah. And then we cut to him down there. He's doing a bit of farming. Thanos is limping yeah. because they they make sure not to show his full body first. They just show you like his uh his feet as he's limping along. Yeah, he goes inside his little hut. Which at first I, I thought they were retconning something, and I was like, "Why are you retconning this? This is weird." Because um i didn't of course later it makes sense he's limping and all that from his injuries from the finley stones but well, his arm was all messed up at the end of Infinity yeah but War. like the limping and stuff i was like no nah, come on like you're making his injuries from at first i thought they were making his injuries from the end of infinity war a lot greater than what they actually were but then of course it's not it's because of what he did two days ago of the infinity uh infinity stones so yeah. that makes that makes sense uh so yeah they you see him do all these things and then uh everyone bursts in and it's pretty it, it's pretty much exactly what they do in Infinity War, but like with different people, isn't it? It looked like it. Yeah. It seemed like you know, like someone grabs his foot, someone came from above, someone grabbed the other arm. Yeah, it was someone, an ambush. It was an yeah, but they did it right this time and they didn't have fucking Peter Quill to fuck it up, is uh basically the Well, uh, they did the smart thing and took his arm off. Yeah, well straight away Thor comes in and he's like, chop. Cuts his arm off. Yeah. Quite, quite gruesome. Bloody Doctor a, Strange, uh... why don't you put him through one of your portals and cut it? Like <laughs> yeah, cut the other guy That's a good movie. point, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so they cut his arm off, which is not super gory, but uh, we don't usually see appendages dropping off in these movies, particularly. We so. don't know if he's got blood in his body. No. Duh. I mean, yeah, they, we do, because we see him get punched uh, and he wipes some blood off in the Infinity War. Okay, that's true. 
Uh, like you don't know if he's got blood in his arms. <laughs> Tiny goes at him or whatever. Remember, he's like, all oh, that for a single drop of blood or whatever the line is oh, in, yeah, yeah. in that. Yeah, come on, fake fan. Um, so yeah, then there's they, a lot. A lot. There, there's it's a, a lot. long movie. It is long. Infinity War's a long movie. Yeah. Probably a little bit of psychic. Yeah, okay. Um, then, uh, so they, they talk to him a bit and ask him what it, that he's done with the Infinity Stones. He explains that he... Uh, and he's like, I don't have them. And then they say, we know you've got them because two we, two days ago, we know you used them, Signal. And he explains that he t- two days ago, you used the Phoenix Stones to destroy the Phoenix Stones. They all presume he's lying, of course, because bad guys lie. Nebula's like, he ain't lying. My father's anything but a liar. Thank you, daughter. I, what, head goes off. <laughs> yep. That was quite shocking. Did, were you yeah. shocked or? I was shocked, yeah. Nah, it's quite a... Uh, what the fuck moment because you're like okay <laughs> like they killed the main bad guy uh that you thought the whole movie was about like in the, the movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah like 15 minutes into the fucking movie like good lord that was fast uh yeah i thought that was quite a shocking moment and uh, i had a great line I, thought I, got line. I went yeah went for the head <laughs> <laughs> you got the arm first this time though, which so is why you went for the neck yeah did the didn't the right order this time though is the is the yeah. thing i guess mm. Uh, so then did you uh, believe that stones were destroyed I, I thought that from that point it was going to be like oh he's actually just like sent the stones all over the place That's no I believed him because they, they they make a real big point about it in Infinity War kind of setting him up to be a uh, like he's well I guess ba- they did a- destroy one of the stones in the other movies so it is possible to destroy it hmm. yeah so. we, know, we know it's possible a possible destroy because we see scarlet witch do it and they do throughout the the infinity war and even beforehand they made a big deal of uh setting up thanos to be a bad guy but if anything a uh like he would he doesn't lie he doesn't he's not like a he's not loki you know he, he's got some sort of uh honor to the point where he won't lie or uh bullshit or, or anything like this he's, he's more like a, a full-on like battle or held, held by some sort of fucked up honor uh within everything he says so it's like when ne- nebula says you know my father wouldn't lie if, if, if he's anything but a liar like yeah I, b- I believe her and i believe that he's telling the truth uh, so then they have the the really drawn out fire or thor walks outside the door and it cuts to blank and it's not five years later it's five years later i got really excited because, like, I remember everything we're talking about with Infinity War and stuff, and one of my um, complaints was, well, not complaints, I guess fears for, for going into Endgame has always been that they would wrap up uh, the problem too fast, and we would get no time to actually experience uh, the outcome and what would happen because of what Thanos did. And I got what I wanted, which is five years later, the humanities had to, well, at least some of humanities had to live with what Thanos has done. And we actually get a scene that I really, really wanted, which I'm now deeming my The Leftovers scene. Because if you've watched <laughs> me, if you've, well, it's true. Like, if you watch my Finley War, I think it was in the review discussion or One Hour Reacts or What Do You Want to Watch a Movie podcast. I've probably said it several times. We've talked about it before. We've talked about it before, where one thing I really wanted from this movie in particular was at least a scene or something to kind of explore how the human the humans of the world or the world in general was dealing with uh losing half the populace and i call it the leftovers scene because if you don't know there's hbo tv shows finished now called the leftovers where the setup and premise of that show was 
Uh, everyone wakes up one morning and ha- ha- a- half their loved ones or like half the world's population, kind of similar to this, just poof, gone, disappeared. And that shows all not about them trying to solve it, but like what happens? Like how do people deal, do with, deal with that? It? And I love how the first scene we get is Captain America running this... Uh, Support group. <sighs> support group, yeah, good. Yeah. S- support group for just people, and he's having them talk to him about like the everyday sort of things and what they're they're going through. And um, I like how you see this overhead shot of the the place, and, and it's like it looks Isn't apocalyptic. Wasn't there a scene like that s- in Winter Soldier? Ooh. Of him like going to counseling? I yeah, feel yeah, like so, some so to some sort fashion. of reminiscent of that. Yes, yes, which yeah. they also directed. The Russo brothers also directed so. Makes sense. Um, one of them's in the scene. Yeah, one of you. Now, I appreciate what they were going for, but it does. This is. I mean, we mm-hmm. won't go heavy into it, but it's uh, like there was an interview that went up t- today. What was re- what was recording? I'm like, mm, that's a that's a that's a no from me, dog. Like, because uh, <laughs> it was like talking about the the races. I was like, yeah, we really wanted to have the first gay character in uh uh, th- this movie, and it was really important for one of us to play him, so it was done correctly. I'm like, I don't know if that's a thing. Like, if you wanted to make sure it was no, done correctly, yeah. maybe hire an actual fucking uh, gay, gay like gay or LBGT uh, p- person to actually come in and play the character if you want to represent them uh, properly. Not be like, you know, it's the best idea to represent a gay, a, gay, a first gay character in a Marvel movie. I'll just do it myself. I'll do it myself as a straight. Oh my straight, dear, <laughs> straight dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I. Doesn't ruin. It's not that big of a deal to me personally. I could understand why people might have bigger problems with it. Like people who read it anyway. It's 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 a thing. It's fine. What whatever. I just think the headline is the problem. Yeah, the way it it was less a problem. Openly gay. It was a less. It was less a problem in the movie and more a problem when I read them talking about it and why they did it. Wasn't Valkyrie gay? No, she, bi- that's bisexual. T- Tessa Thompson goes around saying my character is bisexual, and then they ask like uh, Mar- uh, Kevin Feige in interviews, and he's like, "Uh, like this." And then they ask Tessa Thompson uh, like again, it's like Kevin Feige said he, the character's not, and, she, and then she'll be like, "But she is." <laughs> 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 so people are like, "Does it count? Doesn't count?" Well, guess what? You know who I trust? I'm gonna Tessa t- Thompson. T- Tessa Thompson's yeah. damn, damn fucking right. Um. So anyway, that's so the self-help group scene. I do like the and like the, the overhead shot and this whole like gives you a vibe how Captain America is actually helping people, and he's not doing it through he's not helping people for these five years from what we can take through running around with a fucking shield and beating the shit out of people. Beating he's people just up, yeah. he's helping people uh, through uh, like a mental a mental way, and I, I like how they show that angle of it because a lot of times with these superhero movies and stuff, it's like. What are the superheroes' powers? The superhero powers are that they can bash fucking people up and jump real high, yeah, and they the got only laser way they can help people is by violence. By violence, yeah. And this shows that Steve has, like, he, he's helping other people. Skills. Other skills. He's helping people on other ways that would be important in such an event like this. Uh, I would like an entire TV show dedicated to this five-year t- period and how people deal with it, and Captain America helping people through problems. We're probably not going to get it, but just saying, I would be okay for that to be a uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> like Disney Plus. Disney, yeah, Disney Plus do it. I'm fucking. I'm all about it. That's uh, one of my things. Uh, I know a lot of people probably aren't going to talk about this so much. To, to me, it was important because I really want it. But uh, then we go over a couple. Of, like we get to learn what other people are doing because we get back to this uh, uh, Black Widow in the Avengers Hub place office, whatever you call it. The and Avengers the, Center. 
the Avengers Center. Yeah, for whatever, Avengers headquarters too. Uh, and she's talking to a whole bunch of people. Uh, who's she talking to? War Machine, uh, Akoyu. Nebula, Akoyu. Rocket, and Captain Marvel. Wasn't Akoyu? Akoyu? Have you say name? Sorry, Akoyu there? Or, no, you know. Baka, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think. I think she was there. Um, Danny Garai yeah. or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, she talks to all them, and you can tell Black Widow's kind of like heading up. But you can tell that she's just doing too much to the point where she's just doing it to try to keep busy because she doesn't know what yeah. else to do. Is is very much what they set up because she has she's just trying to do stuff for the sake of trying to do stuff because that's what she does. She's an Avenger. She's got, she needs yeah. something to do. She needs people to help, kind of thing. Uh, what what does she do if she can't help people, kind of thing? That that mentality of it all, which. Is another. I would would be more interesting to go into her thing and like that, I guess. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Again, there's, Disney Plus. There's so many characters with so many interesting deep dives into how they would deal yeah, with this five year period. Deep dive into everything. <sighs> they can't in fully. this movie. That's the thing. That's why I want. They, it's like sometimes I'm like, I wish this was a really fucking big budget TV the show where they could spend time years. when they could <laughs> spend time doing this character stuff. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Yeah. So then uh, she talks to all them and she, we discover also, that. Also, uh, shout out to uh, Brie Larson rocking the short hair. The short hair. Captain yeah. Marvel. Yeah. I like the short yeah. hair Captain Marvel a lot better than cool. the long hair Captain Marvel. They make jokes about it too. Like, like lady, you're going to change your fucking hair again. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah. This is where we get the line. You know, she's like, I've got people to protect. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Black Widow. Yeah. I've, not every planet has the damn Avengers. Uh, so then uh, War Machine talks to her, Rhodes talks to her and says, you know, uh, I, I tracked him down. He's he's slaughtering people. Like, uh, this was in Mexico or somewhere, I think they were saying. Yeah, like he took out a whole Mexico, Took Mexican out a whole cartel. fucking cartel. So pretty much introduces the idea that uh, Hawkeye's now, what's known in the comics is Ronan, although I don't think they ever say Ronan in the movie at all, do they? So it's not a thing, but it's, he's basically being Ronan, right? Uh, and he's going around, he's slaughtering people and pretty much doing it from what you can gather just because of you assume because of his loss and he, he's acting very similar to uh, uh natasha really in that he's just trying to keep busy and he's out trying to uh do, do what he can to keep his mind off it to keep moving uh you know seeking it doing what he thinks helping but it's not it's not the right way to go to go about it i guess like he's not like murdering so he's not kind of going punisher like very punisher like yeah exactly yeah yeah uh so we we learn all that uh, Captain, uh, Captain America comes in. They have a bit of a chat back for something about sandwich, uh, and then we get between all this happening, we have uh, Ant Man. Ant Man, which if you back a little bit, uh, we had Ant Man popping out in his van, and he had been locked up inside uh, the van. Of course, if you saw the, it's it's so funny how reliant all of this is to an after credits part from. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Not even the whole movie. It's not even the movie. It's the after credit scene that's important. The whole movie of Ant-Man and the Wasp, not so important. Just the after credit scene. Uh, but yeah, so he, right, freaking he's locked up in some place. Rat goes over the machine, which is a bit silly, but I can, I can look past it. I'm like, maybe, whatever. The rat walked on the exact buttons that were necessary yeah. to, to press I'll, I'll give it a pass i guess uh and then he he shoots out of course he's like where the fuck am i uh you have a he's in a storage unit he's in a storage <laughs> unit. you have a cameo from um uh, ken jong ken jong uh who is not one of like two bits of stunt casting that kind of took like a little bit took me out like oh really oh that's ken jong 
So it's him and uh, I can't remember the actress's name off the top of my head. I'm fucking meant to break him. Yvette but, Nicole uh, Brown? Yes, Yvette Nicole Brown. Uh, two people who I presume are just cameoing uh, just because, because of- Because they're in a community. Because they're from community, which Russo Brothers did 20 plus episodes of, of directing. And at this stage, they've had several community cast members come through the uh, set of Marvel movies I've directed and do uh, cameos of sorts. So- that that's all it is. People are like, why is he in it? I saw people online forums and stuff being like, why is he in it? Is he so smart? I'm like, it's just he's going to be Chang Chi. Yeah, I was, the, I, I was Chang- like, I'm like, it's just a community thing. Like that's yeah, all it is. Do, don't read too <laughs> don't read too much into it. Like, uh, think, but no one notices uh, Yvette's cameo because she's not as uh, popular, of course, as uh, no as he is. And everyone's like, misses that completely. Anyway, so he pops out, he gets his stuff, he uh, heads down the road, he finds uh, big memorial statues and stuff like that up in um, like San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah, wherever he is. Uh, so he's got all these things, there. He's, he's looking for uh, his uh, daughter's name, of course, across all of them. He doesn't find it, but he finds his his own name written on the, the thing there. So then he heads back to his house and there he, he knocks on the door and then we find out that his daughter, of course, uh, is okay. And that she has grown up. She's now a uh, young teenager, teenager, I guess. Like she'd be like. I think what? she was played by Catherine Langfield from. Nah. I was. No. I'm, checking, I'm watching the whole because I remember reading about that. Like, Catherine Langford. Yeah, she's going to be. Is like, in this movie, and then when she showed up, I'm like, it doesn't look like her, but is that her? And no. then like, okay, then. And then I had to wait all the way to the end there of the was, movie. I did see there was another person. Cast yeah, I, I looked up her name. She's her. a pretty unknown actress. Um. She's been in a couple of things, nothing that I had actually seen, yeah. but it seems that if she's going to be important going forward, which she could be because I like if you want to talk young Avengers or any of these yeah, sorts we'll of things, uh, like they could have cast a, a young unknown to kind of uh, for the yeah. role. But the Catherine Langford thing, 100% was cast in the movie. I think whatever role she played, cut from the movie, deleted scene. So that's, that's the Catherine Langford thing. Um, after all this, though, and man heads over to it. Also, HP. I was disappointed yep. we didn't get to see Judy Greer and uh, Bobby Cannavale. Were they, they not dusted? Been dusted? They were dusted. They could have been sure. dusted. Yeah. But then, is she living in that house by herself? Mm-hmm. That's how I fan uh, fan. <laughs> you fan theory this <laughs> bad theory this that one seven year old girl is yeah because that's what, living that's, in that house for five you know years. What else? That's the third TV show I've got for my five year period. <laughs> 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 I'm just adding up these TV shows I want from the five year period. Uh, so then he heads no, over. She's to... probably living with uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, she could. That's that'd be funny. Or one Her... of the security guys. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, he. That's that's the TV show. That's that's, that's the, t- the TV that's show. That's yeah. the TV show. That's the TV show. See, can't... this TV show. It just needs to be a mini series of like, like an episode here. I can't. Of I can't wait for different Ant-Man, situations. Ant Man three when he finally hooks up. Uh, when he meets up with Scotty and he's like, Scott. You won't believe it. Five years ago, <laughs> your daughter, like, <laughs> I found her at home alone. <laughs> so good. Ring me, Marvel. I got you. I got you. Uh, Payton Reed, hit us up. Payton, yeah, please. Uh, so then, uh, yeah, Scott hangs over. He heads over to Avengers headquarters. Of course, he, like we see in the trailer, he's like, yeah, like, I'm here, blah, 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 blah. And Captain America, is that now? Is that present? Yes, it's here. They let him in. So he starts explaining where he was, uh, how he hasn't been there. He explains that he was only inside the quantum realm for, uh, it's funny because he's like five hours. I'm like, do you actually have a clock in there? I guess you must. Uh, But he was in there for- Eternal clock. Eternal clock maybe, yeah. He's like, I was was in there for five hours, but for you guys, it was five- uh, Five years, obviously. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Oh, so I'm hungry. Can I have that sandwich? Thanks. And also, we need to fucking save people's lives because 
uh, people I love are, are dead, so I need to get them back. Hint, hint, hope. Yeah. Uh, and and we need to sort this out. So he starts talking about yeah. time travel, but not. He, he's saying time travel, but then, and we'll dive into it shortly. What we get in this movie, I, I don't actually think is what people think is actually time travel at all. Like in the, the normal sense of time travel. Because like, we explain it's like the quantum realm, the, the way they do it, like to, to quickly go in it here, is like the, the problem that Tony solves is basically setting up a way for them to set up paths to enter and exit the quantum realm in that come out in certain places and they are parallel universes basically. It's not like time travel like we have in normal movies where they kind of just zip up and down a straight line. You know what I mean? Because mm. you know how in normal movies where they do time travel, it's kind of like they present time. Well, I think it is that way, but then each time they get somewhere, they create an alternate universe. Mm, pin in it, we'll get to it. Uh, yes. So he says we've got to do all this. We're going we're gonna to need someone to do uh, time travel. Who, who can help us figure out how to do time travel? Scott's like, I've got the idea. We need the... The man to solve all our problems. Uh, so they head on over to uh, Tony's house. We find out that Tony uh, now has a daughter, which makes sense because that Damn. was being that was being hinted at in the uh, Infinity War, of course. Uh, of course. Now, how how old do you reckon she is? Do you reckon she's like five, like four, 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 five? Four, five yeah, because I was I was trying to say like, did they have her after, or was it that whole? Because remember, people were fan throwing that Pepper was actually pregnant. When, because remember in Infinity War, yeah, Tony because has Tony had the dream at the start. The dream, of the yeah, yeah. So uh, they never really say either way, but I'm just going to go with the, the more fan, uh, fan theory uh, that fan she was pregnant. Story, she just that it. she was pregnant in Infinity War, which would make the daughter uh, five years old. That's how yes. I'm putting it all together. Um, did she? Hmm? Well, I guess it was only like a couple of days after I was going to say she. Did she look pregnant at the start of the movie? But uh, no. But that was only, yeah, as you said, it was they only a couple of days. They did shoot her up from the waist up. Yeah. But it was only well, a couple no, of days. the chest up. She could have only been like three months old, we well, you know then, anyway. Yeah, that's true. But I, I'm Some going Some people with don't that. show till like seven months in. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Which, uh, women's bodies are weird. <laughs> if there's a takeaway from this <laughs> review discussion, <laughs> it is uh, those words out of Ash's mouth. Uh, so they go to Tony, try to get him to do it. He basically says... I'm happy with uh, what I've got now, which is this nice cabin on the uh, side of the, the lake here. I've got uh, Pepper inside. She's doing, having a great old time. We're all chilling. I've got my daughter. I'm very, I'm happy. Like, the, I'm sorry that not everyone ha- has it as good as me on the outcome. Like, because obviously he lost no one. Well, he lost people. Yes, like Peter yeah. and stuff is He's the most important one. He's got the freaking Peter Parker picture. He's got his... the Peter Parker picture on his uh, kitchen. In his thing. kitchen. In his kitchen, which... yeah. Hidden behind plates. It's kind of mm. weird. Yeah. Well, it's like you can tell that's the one thing that the one death that affected him the the most. I I like yeah. to think I like to think now this isn't my than um I was gonna bring this, this up later but I bring it up now it's fine. Um I like to think that in my fan story type stuff I do a lot of this because the problem with um these Marvel movies it, uh, my biggest problem and it was very evident when I was thinking about this one is we talk about them like they're TV shows right. You know, like we were talking yeah. about this as it's like the season finale of a TV show. Yeah. But the problem- I was trying to work that into my review, but I couldn't never find the correct words to. Uh. <laughs> this is pretty much the world's most expensive and long season finale. Which is, is right, to a, to, right to a degree. And I think it's uh, a good way of looking at it. But my problem with it is that 
the 20, uh, 21 episodes prior and this one including, uh, they all are season finales. And by that, I mean, they're all epic in scale and these massive stories and stuff. But what we're missing are the quieter story beats and character episodes between the big season finale stuff. You know what I'm saying? So with we've, we've, Disney we've, Plus. Yeah, hopefully that does fill a lot of it in in the future for these this stuff I'm talking about. But it's like, we get the Tony and Peter relationship, right? Let's hint to that. Obviously, he's the mentor for Peter. In this, I have this whole picture of him, like the, them two having fun, uh, presenting a award or whatever it is on he was, uh, Tony's they, I, I think that's him giving him the grant. The grant yeah. thing, yeah. for the, the That he made up to. That he made up, yeah, yeah. But they do a lot of hinting at how their relationship is. And obviously, you get the idea that Peter looks up to uh, Tony as a a mentor and a sort of father figure. And you get the idea somewhat in in the first time we introduced to their relationship that Tony like likes him, but you never fully get the idea that he would like look look at him as like a a, a pseudo son for him. But they, they try and build that relationship up more. And I think by the end of this movie... I did buy it, of course, like yeah. with how emotional it is. But I do feel like this one. Saying my problem with these things is we'd never had the, that quieter episode to actually yeah. do a proper job at building up this uh, uh, Tony plus Peter pseudo father. Well, we've kind of had three movies of them together. So yeah, no, but they, it's all action, 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 action. You know, it's just it's I'm just like saying, quiet moments in there. And I also thinking about it's interesting that the first thing he, I think Tony says is that he lost the kid. I think when he comes off that spaceship. So yeah, he comes off straight to cap. I lost the kid. I lost the kid. Yeah. I lost the kid. Yeah, yeah, you can tell it's the thing that upset him the most. And that's what I'm saying. Throughout this movie, they do a really good job at at selling uh, you if you weren't already on board about how mm. much he cares about uh, Peter and and that. But I'm not, I'm not saying they don't sell it by the end. I'm just saying it would be a lot easier to sell these character moments if we. Uh, had more time, but it was smaller moments. And I was just saying, it's like the the funny thing with the whole TV analogy of it all is that people do look at the Marvel movies. They're like, it's like a TV show, you know, and this is the massive season finale. I'm like, yeah, you're right. But you don't have the smaller episodes that an actual TV show would actually have. Like think, compare it to Game of Thrones, right? We've just had two very quiet episodes of character moments. And the episode we're about to get is this massive fucking... Uh, long, longest episode, massive thing, which is their like endgame, I guess, is, is kind of comparatively. But they actually got time to do the smaller, quieter things, which the movies yeah. don't do, which hopefully, w- without even joking about it, hopefully the Disney Plus stuff is where they can afford to do that. Because I understand why they don't do that, because they're, they're like, that's not our audience. That's not the reason people go to watch these movies. Yeah, blada blada blada. You got to you got to have a certain level of like action movie blockbuster sell to these sorts of things. But I'm like, hopefully there's an outlet for him. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so he says no and all these sorts of things, and they leave, and then they head off to find uh, Hulk because they're like he's the only other person he's who might be Bruce Banner. He's, he's Bruce the next Banner. Bruce person we know. Yeah, I I, yeah, I call him a uh, smart Hulk. Because in the in the in the comics he's uh he's called uh, Smart Hulk or uh, Brains Hulk or fucking something like that. I when can't, he's... I've never read much Hulk, so there is a version of this Hulk in the yeah uh, the of comics. There is. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what do you think of him? I guess is the it was a fun reveal. It was a fun reveal. And it I guess it's kind of sad in a way because they pretty much killed the Hulk. Technically, technically off screen they killed Hulk. 
Yeah. And placed him with Bruce in the Hulk body. Yeah. And not <laughs> not to not, not to go too much into it, but this is uh, you can track this all the way back to our review discussion about Ragnarok. I've had a problem with Bruce and the the Hulk story. And I feel like this is kind of fi- final nail on the coffin. Where I was like, it's funny. I do like Smart Hulk and all these sorts of things. But once again, they they had this really interesting story about like Bruce and Ragnarok jumping off, being scared about turning into Hulk fully, and then Hulk getting smashed. Uh, then he turns into the Hulk, and we think he's going to be stuck as the Hulk forever, right? After Ragnarok. But then at the start of Infinity War, Hulk gets the shit beat the living fuck out of him by Thanos to the point that Hulk is then suffering from ptsd which we'll also get to uh uh he's suffering from it basically in that movie mm. and refusing I don't know to if come he is. i think he's just scared because he's scared because you got the fucking yeah. living shit that, being scared him. is different to ptsd I f- well either way he's scared right he's scared enough yes. that he doesn't want to come out and then in this movie they just skip the whole uh moment of ever building up to how he'll get through it and they're like yeah whatever he's still in a gamma pit a little bit and uh we figured it out. And now I'm Smart Hulk. Whatever. Yeah. I know. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, for the plot of the story that they wanted to tell. Yeah, it's fine. There's there's only so many things you can get hung up on. I just feel like Hulk's got a... Uh, he's got fucked a lot. He never got a solo movie. Obviously, Mark Ruffalo didn't. We've never had a solo one since Incredible Hulk. And he, I just feel like he a lot of uh, his story beats are just getting skipped over because they're not... They're, he only ever appears in movies as a supporting character character you know, yeah you know so he, he misses out a lot i feel i'm sorry uh sorry mr hulk uh, yeah so they talk to him they have a whole funny bit of course where the kids come over and then ant-man's like you want a picture of me too i'm ant-man and they're like nah and then he's like that was a bit long that was <laughs> very very was long meant, the joke needed to be long it, it needed to be long because it was so awkward to the point that you're sitting there watching it and you're like oh this is uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is awkward because even ant-man's like no nah, no nah, stuff and he's like no nah, it's fine the kids like the kids Ant-Man, they want you, you to you haven't yeah, been around for five years yeah. well, no one knows who you are <laughs> no one knows who you are he's like, it's fine guys don't worry yeah, that, that, it was quite long but i think it was yeah meant to be for the whole joke of it. yeah uh so then they get they get a uh, smart cult figured out uh he comes tries to help them they have a very long i felt bit unnecessary lo- too long scene doing the whole time travel uh, thing where they, uh, he turns into a baby, an old man, that Scott turns into a baby, an old man, all these sorts of things as they're testing the, the time travel stuff. I felt that scene went a little bit too long. I'm like, I get it. Like, they, they're fucking it up. Obviously, Tony's going to come save the day here soon. And lo and behold, Captain America heads outside. He sees car fucking doing about a thousand miles an hour around the corner. I'm, I'm waiting for it to start doing flips because it's going so fast around the, the damn corner. And uh, uh, You sort of skipped over. I like the scene how he... He's, he said he doesn't want to do have anything to do with this time travel thing, but he's he's been working on, on in his head. He's sort of tinkering oh, to, on it to at home. home, and then he solves it. He's like, I'll just put this through. It's definitely not going to work, and of course it freaking works, mm-hmm. which he doesn't want it to. There's that funny moment with his daughter where he's like, holy <sighs> shit, or whatever he says. Yeah. You know? And then turns around, his daughter's sitting there, and she's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that. We get, we get love you 3000. Yeah. Very important. Good line, yeah, yeah. For later on. I did miss that, sorry. Uh, there's a lot to cover. And we're already going an so hour, much. so uh, this podcast is officially going to be 10 hours. Um, yeah, so, so after all that, he talks to Pepper, and it, you can tell it's, it's Tony being Tony, which is, he's like, you can tell he doesn't want to be involved, but at the same time, I feel like between Peter and, like, just Tony being someone who, once he solves something, he kind of, like, gets that 
interest and intrigue like it's his scientist side i guess you know where he's like yeah. I, want, I want to see this through because i'm i'm intrigued but also if i have the ability to save uh the kid then i am gonna take actually i'm gonna i'm gonna go in on it yeah uh so he heads down to avengers hq finds a cap there gives him a shield they kind of share it a share a moment somewhat not really an emotional moment but more of a like they're talking and tony's joking he's yeah. like we're on ter- like we're on talking we're to on like, solid we're, terms we're yeah. on solid terms at the moment these sorts of things so i, I like that whole moment it's to- it's proper tony being smart ass like making jokes and these sorts of things it's quite like, it was, it's quite good banter between the two of my i thought yep. i enjoyed it um so then after all that uh, he says all right what we need to do is we need to assemble the team though is what we need to do we need to assemble the the full-on Didn't team to make sure we can do- we yeah. need to. not yet but yeah we get to that uh <laughs> get to that actual line later so then we cut to getting everyone that we need for the the team and the job uh they're missing a couple of people the first one is hawkeye of course so uh black widow goes down to uh, Tokyo to track him down. We get this whole very. There's something I don't. I didn't. Not a big fan of this scene. Obviously, you felt it was fine, but I'm like the movie's quite yeah. long. Obviously, they said. It's, I think I was just looking at it because they kept saying on Twitter they're like or in, in interviews. Uh, they kept being like, no, like we can't cut anything. Like it's all necessary. And I was watching this scene. I'm like, nah, could have cut this or like like cut it down to a quick montage or you know something. I, I don't feel like it was entirely necessary. Um, but yeah, you get this whole fight scene with Hawkeye and. Uh, with uh, that actor, I can't remember his fucking name. I should have wrote down. But the actor who's playing the the, the person he's killing is a uh, a known actor, anyway, like an actor of substance, not just like a throwaway actor, which was interesting, I guess. Uh, then uh, Natasha turns up, and they have, have a whole back forth, of course. And then she says, we, "We've got an idea, like a, ma- a way to give him back." And he says, "Don't give me hope." And she says, "I wish I could have given it to you sooner." And uh, they hold hands and get on the pl- the big yeah. jet plane and head back so there's hawkeye recruited um and then we get to thor <laughs> which is its own thing so thor uh hulk and rocket go off to new asgard to recruit thor which i like the new asgard thing because that pulls from the comics uh particular run of comics and storyline where hulk yep. sets up asgard not like that but more like actual proper asgard on earth in the in the comics but i like the 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 influence from that as well uh and we first talked to valkyrie what the two of them do hulk and valkyrie valkyrie sorry valkyrie they uh they talk to her in the the little fisherman village i guess is what it is you know they're all wearing uh looks like all the asgardians are just doing little fisherman jobs and that's how they're getting by and she explains that thor doesn't actually come down they don't see him anymore he only comes down for uh hint hint beer barrels over there and these sorts of things um, and then the two of them head up and we they go inside of his house and they find Thor, Korg, and does everything have a name? The little, the, the thing that isn't Korg? Yes, it does have a name. I can't remember. You can't it remember is. it? Well, they find Thor, Korg, and whatever the fuck that other thing is. Uh, I'll sit in there playing video games and, and Thor's drinking and stuff and Thor is put on weight. Right. He's got a beer belly. He's got a fairly big beer belly. Uh... I, I I thought it was a funny moment. Uh, I enjoyed all the shirtless shots because I heard women in my crowd audibly say no. No. Really? Oh, God. Yeah, almost funny. crying. That no. uh, not- People in my cinema just laughed at it. I didn't hear anyone go, no, not my dear eight-pack Chris Hemsworth. Uh, so, obviously, I, I wrote up an article on ExposureNetwork.com 
if you want to read that in full to get my thing here, but I do want to get your, your proper two cents on it in this thing. But my biggest problem with this movie is the way they uh, mistreat Thor, uh, in my opinion, that uh, with his character, and they basically use his mental health pro like he, the fact that he's obviously struggling from some form of P ptsd like th they even literally like there's a whole scene where they say thanos's name and you can tell that that that's triggering to thor like to, to even hear his name like fucking voldemort or some shit and they they even like it's very heavily hinted at, at how bad he is struggling with like inside his own head and that's like the cause and effect of the drinking and the every, uh, whatever else is going on, just his whole thing. Like it's obviously really messed up what he, he's gone through. And out of all the Avengers, he has the character who has lost the most, I would say, especially of recent. Like you could argue Captain yeah. America, blah, 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 lost all his years, whatever else. And I'm still like, no one's lost as much as he has. He like, he's, he's lost in the last couple of films. I even tracking all the back. So, so he loses his mother first. She's dead. He then loses his, what well, he finds out his fucking brother betrays him. Yeah. That sucks. He's, then his mother dies. That obviously sucks. Then his uh, father uh, dies. That sucks. Finds out Got that dumped. he has a, yeah, adopted. Finds out he has another, uh, an actual sister. She comes back, evil. Then she dies. Uh, mm. She destroys his. Not sad about that. No, not so much, but it still sucks to turn out you have an evil sister. Uh, Asgard, his home world gets destroyed and half the majority of the people on it. He escapes on a ship with only a small amount of the remaining as guardians. So he loses his home world and a whole heap of uh, people, including uh, friends and stuff from like his uh, arms, army guardsmen, whatever you want to call them. Like uh, those people die uh, in that movie in Ragnarok as well. Yeah. Those people, it's like all, a lot of his main friends, they all die. Planet die. Gets on the ship, starts heading off, thinks everything's kind of going to be somewhat okay. Thanos fucking shows up. He kills half the remaining Asgardians after they just lost nearly all of them. So they'd already lost mm -hmm. fucking a majority of their planet. And Thanos is still like, nah, half half of these. You haven't already lost enough. I was like, fuck, that sucks. Uh, kills his best friend. Well, I consider his best friend, uh, the Heimdall, Heimdall, uh, in front of him. Uh, then kills his brother. You can argue with it, but for the sake of this, we're saying that as far as Thor's I'm aware- sure in the timeline, he is dead. As far as Thor's aware, Yes. Loki is dead. So kills uh, his brother as well. And then um, beats the shit out of him. So he loses a battle, which obviously is affecting for him for, as a battle warrior. Mm -hmm. And then he gets uh, chucked back there. And then when he has the chance to kill the person who, who caused so much damage to him, he fucks up. Well, doesn't fuck up really. Like he makes him a simple mistake really. Um, and he he's blaming himself for that. I'm like, Thor is the most... Out of all the characters, the one who has so much fucked up shit going on, and I honestly think for them to use that as a joke in this movie is them not understanding how they could have done something so much different with that character. I think they wrote themselves into a hole somewhat because obviously with Ragnarok, which was a huge runaway success, everyone loves Ragnarok, right? For the most part, a lot of people consider it one of the best uh, yep. MCU films. Uh, everyone loves everyone loves one of the the changes to Thor making him more of the dude bro, uh, making him like using Chris Hemsworth, who's proved to be really good at comedic timing, yep. uh, using that to their advantage and making him more part of the the comedy for the the franchise, more so than the Thor was originally set up with, which was the more like, how up thou thing, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think because they changed his character to that, and then also within all that, they gave the character so much fucking weight 
and darkness and uh, uh, so much more than any other character in the Avengers or even in the whole MCU. Like they were like, oh, how do we do this? Like we can't mix, but he's the funny one now. Like what, what, what do we do? And then they turn him into the joke as far as I'm concerned. Um, and I point out in my article how in Ragnarok, he was the one actually making the light. You were laughing with him. And this is, this is the thing a lot of people uh, don't understand of comedy a lot of time when it works and when it doesn't work is in Ragnarok, you were always laughing with him. But I feel in this movie, you're laughing at him. The jokes are about his, uh, his the way he looks. They're about his m mental condition. And there's this, they're, they're about his, uh, his weight and these sorts of th things. I think it's a complete mistreat of, uh, and misrepresentation to give to a movie that a lot of kids watch in particular. Because uh, as much as you want to be like, oh, they're adult films as well. Look, kids love these fucking movies. They're going to watch them. They're watching a movie where someone's made, uh, like the, the, the butt of the joke is someone being fat and struggling with uh, mental health abilities. And I feel, I feel like that is uh, a complete fuck up on their behalf of how to represent that sort of character to a property that is shown to a lot of uh, kids it, it is is my problem. Doesn't ruin the movie for me, as I said. I'd still because uh, it's thing, and um, I've talked to other things, and I've talked to other people, and I've seen other people have uh, similar uh, feelings. I guess after I put out the article, I've seen a lot of people be like, "Yeah, I, I can see that I had problems with it." So I don't feel like I'm too much. When I first put it up, of course, and you were like, "Oh dear, Dylan." look out like you read it and you was like oh dear look at it. and i was like oh maybe but I, I feel like since i've posted it and i've seen several other people like yeah no that yeah i agree and blah 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 i feel, I feel a little bit better about it and not just be like am i fucking alone in thinking this but yeah what, what are your two cents i guess i didn't really have an issue with it i think obviously the the white thing it's more of a jab at chris hemsworth obviously being incredibly good looking incredibly fit and sort of subverting that um I understand like the PTSD thing, I think, but I think the most important thing to take away from it is he overcame it at the end of the film. And I think probably pairing him with Rocket didn't help because Rocket was always going to be an asshole and make those sort of jokes. I mean, he was making jokes about freaking Chris Pat in the last freaking movie. So, um, well, I didn't like that either, sort of, but I kind yeah. of gave that one more of a pass because it was the one. It was it was the one joke where he's like, "It was the one joke." It was the one joke when he was like, just comparing him to Chris yeah, Hemsworth. I, I think with it's abs like, of steel. I think it's like it's not more so the weight thing, more so the, the the dealing with someone who's obviously having mental problems, and then like putting the the weight joke on top of that as the secondary thing that makes it much worse to me. You know, because I'm like. Like, he really needed the pairing with fucking... And they couldn't because of the story, but it's like, he really needed the pairing with someone like fucking Captain America who would actually, like, be like... Well, are, are you... Or like, yeah. Ju yeah, just be like, are you okay? You know, like... Yeah. Do you need to talk? Do you... Like, fucked up shit's happening to you. Do you... Do you want to spend five minutes... A five-minute scene in this movie where the two of us just sit down and we actually fucking talk through what's going on, Thor? <clears> because you're obviously not okay and, like, I'm your friend and we're here to talk and then everyone sitting in the movie theater is like, oh, that's how you actually deal with this sort of thing. But no, you got Rocket just being, like, fucking million one jokes. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not the... Not the... Not the biggest fan of it. Um, yeah. And I, I, yeah, again, I didn't have too much of a problem with it. I thought it worked and i guess he's on his own path of self-discovery mm. which is, oh, yeah. has been going on a while because obviously at the start of the franchise he was the cocky guy who could 
was in line to be king and won all the time and mm-hmm. now he's sort of losing for a while. It sort of makes sense. And it's been five years. Obviously, he's been wallowing for five years. So yes. I don't want to put anything on that, but, you know, this was the thing that kicked him out of his funk and sort of, you know, get him back on the right track. Yeah, I, I feel like... So if you're going through... No, I'm not going to think. I feel like the, the 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 place they leave him at is good because, like, uh, it's fine to cover it here, of course, but go for it all again later. But when they leave him at the end of the movie going to Valkyrie and uh, saying, hey, I want to find out who I actually am, you're going to be left in charge, I'm going to go jump on this random ship, and I'm just going to figure out who the fuck I actually am because I don't know anymore. I feel like that's a good position to, to leave his his character, even though I'm, I'm still worried about how they will go forth with him actually dealing with that. Since I still feel like they just think he's the comedy character now and they're not willing to actually. Why can't it be both? Well, it can be both, but I'm just worried about how they're going to fucking balance it. Cause they've proven that they can't <laughs> balance it. Do you very just well not like it. comedy thought? Is that the thing? No, I like comedy thought. I, I, okay. I, I fucking laugh every single time I see that clip uh, of him uh, Hulk coming out of the the thing and just be like, I know that guy. He's from what? That's fucking hilarious. The short film thing. Uh, remember that? Uh, the thing that was on yep. the special features or whatever. Whatever. Uh, Dave kind of, or something. Dave. Yeah, that, hilarious. Absolutely amazing. I have no problem with all that. I'm just saying that you can't have comedy Thor if it's comedy Thor is built upon a thorn bed of uh issues that they're not willing to actually ta- tackle in a adult manner. And just treat as the the. It's just he's just been suppressing it for, which is a totally adult thing to do. It's just it's the way it's rep, it's representing, right? I th- I, th- I don't I feel like they completely. They showed that it. it was very unhealthy to suppress all your emotions inside. His not fucking talk friends, about your issues. Hulk and Raccoon, Ra- Raccoon, see, he's completely fucking messed up. They want for five to- years. He's been in a hut built keeping all these emotions down, not wanting to talk about Thanos and his issues or anything. And that's what, what happened to him. What do they do? They say, So now he's problems. out of his funk. They say a couple of things. They might have slapped him in the face, which probably isn't a great idea. But, you know, he's back on track. Slap him in the face. They, and also, like, they did ha- the right thing. They get him on the plane by in going, the end, there's beer on there. I know you're probably an alcoholic at this point, but... Uh, he was always a beer drinker. Come, come, come drink some more. Yeah, there's a difference between always being That's- a beer drinker and dr- drinking, obviously, because you're. Anyway, so it's, it's, it's we'll, we'll be here all fucking all fucking day. Uh, yeah, we will. If you've uh, go read you my article, Dylan, we're going to be here all day. Go go read my article. Uh, what do you what do you want to do this fucking podcast with, <laughs> with someone who doesn't have actual thoughts and opinions? Jesus Christ, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, uh, so I think I think I think I need to go back and rewatch the film, obviously, with your take. And then see how much is in it. It's because fu- I feel it was only Rocket Raccoon who was making the jokes. It's so funny. Like before we actually move on, I'll say I'll say this. I it never hit me until the next day when I was like kind of uh, drop pointing my my thoughts of the movie. Right, I was kind of breaking yeah. down stuff to, to prepare for for this, and I was I was di- dissecting the movie. And then I thought I suddenly put together some puzzle pieces because I left the movie theater and I went with my friend Sam. Right, and he never told me what that night. Sam? He never told me that night what his problem was with the movie, but I put it together the next day because we leave the theater. I'm like, what do you think? I was like, you know, doing the whole thing. What do you think? And he was like, oh, yeah, no, it was really good. But I kept looking at my watch every time I had Fat Thor and I hated that. 
And at my time, because I, this was two minutes out the door, obviously, I'm on a high, you know, leaving. I'm like, yeah. that fucking movie. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, like, I'm running on a high. And my reaction at the time, because I didn't, I hadn't really di- dissected it and thought about it uh, properly. I was like, why? What's the problem? And he's like, no, nah, don't like it. He didn't go any further than that. But I, when the next yep. day, when but I that, was. That's the thing. He broke the glass and then you realize what the problem was. Yeah. Well, it's the next day when I was thinking about it more. Yeah. And I was like, Sam had issues with it. And I was like, I reckon I know. And I kind of started putting it together. I'm like, I yeah, think I Sam had issues with it. Now I've got issues with it. No, because I didn't know if that's, that's what, what happened. No, <laughs> I didn't actually know if that's what a, uh, what his problem was. But when I was when I was thinking about it the next day, I was like, I was wondering if that's what his actual uh, problem was. It was with it. And then when I posted my article, he commented on it on Facebook and said, "Yes, preach." And I was like, "That's what his problem was with it." <laughs> like that's how I found out because okay. I, I put up the thing and I was like, okay, that's I you guess. Could have just is- asked him. I mean, I could have save yourself a lot of trouble. Yeah, I could have, but uh, we don't. <laughs> nope. have to now we know why you write all your articles to see <laughs> if that's the problem that people have with you. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> got to do what got to do, but um, I mean, yeah, it was, just, I, it was just interesting to to like to piece it all together in my head. I guess. Um, uh, and w- without going into personal details, like when I was thinking about it more, I, I could probably, um, and personal details, I mean, t- to do with uh, Sam, because it's not for me to say, but when I was thinking about it, I could understand why that would be upsetting to him. And then I felt bad for the way I reacted that night, actually, because my I did that whole shrugged off thing because I was riding on a fucking high and where he was like, I didn't like it. And I kept looking at my watch and it was shit. And my, my reaction was why there was no problem with it. Or, you know, like I was just like, why is I don't, you know, I just kind of shrugged it off. And then I, yeah, when I, when I was kind of putting it together, when I was putting it together the next day and, and being like, I can understand why that would have an issue for him, like straight away compared to me, but for, for certain uh, things that have happened in our, uh, lives and stuff. I can understand why it would kind yeah. of, and I'm like, if that's how he felt, there's, there's going to be thousands more, you know, that's, that's the, that's the, the thought path there. All right. Thor's the whole thing then. Let's move on to the next thing. So they, they form. There was more stuff in this movie. Yeah. There was more stuff. Than the movie. I, I mean, that's my, that's my biggest, that's my biggest problem. As I, as I said, it doesn't ruin the movie for me. I do think it's important to talk about because of, like how it could affect people watching this movie. I do feel like you, 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 like it's very naive to be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal when I could see a bunch of people sitting there and actually getting upset because of the portrayal of a certain type of uh, characteristic to do with a character. You know, that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm, and I, I, it's important to talk about these types of things so movie makers are uh, aware, you know, like uh, it's the whole thing, Represa- representation of uh, race, sexuality, and also certain... Uh, things like mental health is important and the way you represent it in your movie is important, uh, especially in a superhero franchise. I feel when it's kids watch it, kids watch the fucking things. Uh, okay. So then they form, they get Thor though. They bring him back. They got Thor. They got Hawkeye. They got everyone set up. They come back to the place, uh, Avengers HQ and they figure out there's a whole, it was a, not really a montage, but a seek had a, a couple of scenes, piece together i guess where they they talk through and figure out certain time points in time where they'll be able to nab infinity stones with the plan being mm. of getting the infinity stones and bringing them back to their timeline 
and Tony wants to make sure that they use them to bring back everyone that was dusted, but don't actually affect uh, their current timeline because he wants to keep his timeline because he obviously wants to keep the life that he has. Yeah, and his uh, kid at this point. Yeah, which was the thing I was like, why didn't you just go to the planet that you had Thanos on? Beat him up after he's so weak from using the Infinity Stones. He's just teleported there and take the Infinity Gauntlet. Which they explain pretty well. They, I thought they explained it quite well, but I don't, it, I've from reading stuff online, it hasn't worked for everyone. But the whole thing where uh, a bit, little bit after this, where Hulk's talking about it and uh, Scott's explaining it like Back to the Future. He's like, "Have you ever watched this thing?" And Hulk says, "That's not how it works." No, who was it who did the the Hitler thing? No, the uh, Ro- you know, film as a baby. Rhodey says, "Why don't we just travel back in time to Thanos and just." <laughs> Like yeah, which was like oh, like even though you know Thanos is a bad guy, it's like the idea of doing that to yeah. a baby is sort yeah, of like, oh, that's it. that's a uh, it's, <laughs> it's quite fucking dark. But yeah, the they because of course that's what us as audience members are going to go like. Why don't you just go back to in time and kill Thanos before he can uh like even exist or do, do anything? And they explain it because they Marvel cinematic rules time finds a way. Time well, it's they they're saying that time in their time time travel no. whatever time what is saying is timey yeah. what time is wibbly wobbly time think. is wibbly wobbly time is not a straight line that you can travel up and down and if you travel backwards on the line and affect something uh down here that you can't then travel back up the line and all of a sudden it'll have ripple effects they're not saying that's how it works they're saying that yeah. if you travel back in time you're basically traveling back in time but it's it's now in a that, that's why I found yeah. the time travel in this movie a lot easier to understand and think about. The moment I started not like, cause the way you want to look at it is you want to go, okay. So, and how movies usually teach you is they say you travel back in time. If you affect something uh, like change an object, kill someone or something like that, they'll cause a ripple effect and that'll cause like parallel universes, alternate timelines, these sorts of things, yeah. right? That's how normal movies and stuff has kind of taught us to think. I found it a lot easier for this time travel in this movie to think about it as the moment they travel anywhere, they are traveling to an alternate timeline straight away. And I found that yeah. a lot easier. As to soon start as they land, they create an alternate. As soon time. as they land, they're an alternate timeline. They don't have to touch anything. They're straight away. An alternate and then timeline. they get brought back to their original timeline. Yes, and they're traveling back to their original timeline. Exactly. So they're not traveling straight back down on a the line. They're traveling outside their line and then down the, the on a separate line. Kind of thing, yep. I guess, is is the best way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, because they try and explain. That's why. That's why they try and explain that the Back to the Future thing won't work. Like, why don't we travel back and kill Thanos? It's like you could travel back and kill Thanos, sure, but killing him isn't going to affect our current timeline because, uh, what it's already happened. That's not how time works. And I, I was like, I kind of like how they're doing time in this universe because it's very easy to do the whole like why don't you just travel back and kill fucking hitler before he did anything like that that's the the thing people you know when people are like if you had a time machine what would you do and you apply that to this movie it's like well obviously the hitler of this thing is uh thanos it's like travel back kill thanos uh so they're saying t- time is a time is not a line time is a pond you know like it's constantly moving waves deep deep puddle fucking can't do anything about um so they figure out where these these separate timelines to to go to, and they head off to a couple of them. The first one they head off to, well, the first one we're going to talk about is 2012's Avengers timeline, which is where they we, they do again try to do the best explanation of how timeline works in this movie because Hulk finds the ancient one and tries to get the uh, uh, what's the called zone? I fucking forgot which one it was there. Uh, time zone uh, off off her, and this is when Tilda Swinton's ancient one starts explaining. You know, like. 
you take this alternate timeline, you take this alternate timeline, take this alternate timeline. It's like, you're already in an alternate timeline, so you're just confusing me, Tilda Swinton. Stop fucking, <laughs> stop fucking saying anything. It's just, just making it harder for me to understand what even I'm talking about right now. Is there anything else that you, you think that uh, the, the movie has like plot holes to do with time travel-wise or anything like that? Plot yeah. hole-wise, it's not real. Well, I guess the only plot hole I have is the... Obviously, the 2012, the, the, the space stuff. Space stuff? Obviously, because... What space stuff? Obviously, with Thanos is coming into the future timeline. Well, how do they yeah, that's... Well, that, they, they that? don't need to fix that. It's, it's, that's just alternate. There's an alternate timeline where... There's an alternate universe with uh, uh, Infinity War never happens. You know what I mean? Okay. If, like, it, but, but, but them creating an alternate universe where... Thanos doesn't exist, uh, doesn't help their current timeline. It's as, it's as, it's the same as going back and killing baby Thanos. That all of a sudden yep, they've, okay. they've created they've created an alternate timeline so where Thanos doesn't did, exist, but doesn't help them. What they did didn't affect anything at all. No. So why do they need to put the stones back at all? To be nice is what I took it as to save the alternate timelines. But this is the same thing. Like, but then they go back. They were never taken. So then, then the ultimate timelines are deleted, and they're pushed back into the prime timeline. That's how I took it, it. it. That that end part is obviously the confusing bit. Yeah. How do you fix everything after? Well, he puts the stones back. He t- uh, puts. Uh, yeah, but when he goes know, back in time, the stones were never taken. Yeah, but they were. They were taken, and then put directly. back. They weren't. They were taken in this alternate timeline. So unless you're saying he's traveling back in time to this alternate timeline. He travels back to the alternate timeline, puts the stones back a second after they were taken. So, like, mm. how I like to picture it is, like, Tilda Swinton's standing there, right? She's like, here you go, here you go, Hulk, ha- have this. <clears throat> Hulk jumps off the roof, disappears somewhere. Second later, Captain America appears. Here you go. You know what I mean? I guess that's how it happened, but... That's how it works. Like, it, of, of, of course... How did the- he get there is the question I want to know. Who? Captain America? Captain America. It was time traveling, like they did. Uh, they did. For yeah, time, time traveling down their own traveling their line, not multiple. Yeah, so then he he travels. Unless they can travel through them as well. Then it's I guess, like if Captain, which Amer- is never Captain America at the end of the movie would have traveled back, and there would have been three Captain Americas there. You know, there would have been Captain America Prime, there would have been Captain America uh, B, and there would have been Captain America C bringing stones back. That's how I took time travel. Let's just admit that time travel is always complicated. <laughs> time travel is one of the worst things I think you can use in any movie or TV show. Personally. Because it has so many uh, potential plot holes and problems that it becomes quite ridiculous. And as someone who's a, a Doctor Who fan, and that show does yeah. a pretty good job as kind of sticking to mm. its rules for time travel, every now and then you're still like, that doesn't make sense. Like you, The show sets up its own rules of being like, you can't cross timelines, you can't uh, talk to people, your past selves, all these sorts of things. And then every now and then, just for the sake of a storyline, because it could be cool, they'll, they'll break it. So it's it's like... Well, you set up rules that are always broken. That's how TV works. Pretty much. Or stories yeah. work. And th- that's why I was kind of... you just kept to the rules the whole time, you'd be very boring. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the thing is, a lot of time... And the reason that I would never want them to fully explain the time travel on this is because they would not be able to do it in a way that would please everyone. So I think doing it in a way in which they they kind of set up what their rules are for this universe's time travel, it allows the viewer 
uh, like I am saying now, like to kind of fill in the blanks and then I can happily fill in the blanks and be okay with it, you know? But if they try to explain it all and like set out literally how everything played out and then they fucked up one tiny detail, then it would kind of all be ruined. But because there's enough holes for me to fill in and go, well, if that happened, that would make sense. If that happened, that would, ha-. you know, like I'm saying to you now, like captain comes back to yeah. so the three captains, he drops it off a second later. I, I filled in the blank and in my head, it makes sense for the, the universe's uh, rules. Now, I, I think that all makes it like the same as the Thanos thing. It's like, well, how's that, th- that problem with Thanos get fixed? I'm like, it doesn't. There's, there's now an alternate universe where Thanos doesn't fucking exist. They had that Thanos come over there. And you're like, is that a problem? Not for that universe. You fucking save them a lot of problems. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Time travel. I don't know. I guess it wasn't clear my, through... I didn't pick it up on my viewing, so... No, I, I, yeah, I'm doing a lot of... Um, Filling the blanks from so many time traveling uh, shows and things. I, I'm I'm just trying to do my best to to okay, think yeah. a lot of it. Um, so the other thing we get 2012 after you get the time stone. So the other stone they got to go on the pick up there is the mind stone, and uh, Cap and Tony and uh, no, so they're going for the space stone. Space stone is it? Sorry. Yeah, because he loses the Tesseract. No, yeah, they lose the Tesseract too. I thought the tes- Tesseract was the... Okay, whatever. Sp- oh, no, yeah, the Mind Stone's the spec- Scepter. Thank you. Yeah, okay. So they're going yeah. for that one, and you get this. This is a cool sequence. I like the way they played all, the, all, all this together. Yeah. This is this is quite cool. So you got you got Iron Man going up to the top, and then we, we've got them just after they've taken down Loki at the end of uh, the original Avengers movie. But I love how they introduce characters and elements from uh like winter soldier into this to to make them all like they were there the entire time but we just never saw them of course because then you've got uh the frank grillo's character and um yeah skull bones and the australian uh, actor whatever his fucking name is i can't yeah Cal- Mulvey. yeah yeah so you, you've got yeah, them come up the, the elevator, elevator along with they the, got freaking robert redford to come out of retirement for, for, yeah th- no shit, because we talked about it so much, uh, yep. of course, it, uh, on uh, when we saw the stuff. old man and the gun. Old man and the gun. It's like Rob Redford's like this is our this is my last movie, last time of acting, officially retired. And my first four, yeah, my first four <laughs> watching this when Robert Redford turns up at the end there isn't holy shit, Robert Redford's in this. It was you fucking liar, <laughs> 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 which is a weird reaction to have, but. Yeah, I was, I was still like, come on, Rob, Rob Redford, you damn son of a bitch, you lie. But yeah, uh, did you love this whole sequence? I think this is one of my favorite, like, uh, what the I love stuff like sequence? this where they time travel and you, they, you know, this is why time travel is fun because you get to interact with. I mean, what are the odds of them all standing in exactly the same positions inside the elevator every single time? It was pretty fucking good, though. It was pretty great, though. And then when he says the line. Yeah, so good. It's like, that's a hint at uh, Secret Invasion, uh, for sure, because that's. Uh, from that comic storyline uh but uh, it, i think it may be more of a thing for the recent hydra cap it's probably both but well. it was like it's a fucking lo- like i remember when he said that in that comic um and the internet just lost its fucking mind because no yeah. one knew what the hell was happening at the time and they were like they're turning captain america into a fucking uh he's like he's that's it like he's nazi. part of hydra hydra now he's a nazi blah 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 yeah so uh, that was uh something but yeah the because you think they're gonna fight he's in the fucking elevator they're all like eyeing him off he's looking at the guns and everything and then you can tell they're about to get real antsy about it and i'm like okay so they're gonna redo the winter soldier fight sure like i'll watch it again it's it's a good fight scene that elevator and he just like leans over (laughs) and then it just cuts him walking out of the elevator i was like fuck that's funny that is uh fucking genius that's, that's genius that is quite that is really really quite good uh so then you got uh 
I'm in and uh, ha- uh, I went to say Hank, sorry, Scott downstairs uh, trying to get the into the briefcase or about to steal the briefcase. Again. Somehow Tony's managed yeah. to steal some SWAT clothing and just <laughs> whip that one yeah. on real, real fast. Uh, Hulk's making his way down the stairs at this time. The Hulk the, from this timeline because they yeah made a joke uh, about him being too uh, yeah the- see see they did kid the Hulk they killed that Hulk yeah uh, yeah <laughs> they killed this Hulk yeah, yeah. Um, I, just, I like Bruce trying to do the same sort of angry oh when he walks destru- out destruction yeah he's like yeah. Uh, Tony uh, Cap says you need uh, to break some stuff need to blend in yeah chucks that one thing just like uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's quite funny. Uh, but I think he did like a lot of the mocap in the uh, in the original Avengers anyway, didn't he? For yeah, he did so. for the actual stuff. But it's, played off that that Hulk is a completely different Hulk. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, he's downstairs and uh, Scott's trying to break into Tony's uh, heart thing, heart thing, whatever they call him. Sorry, uh, and like flick it off to cause him to have cardiac arrest or <laughs> something, <laughs> something without actually killing him. Uh, so he'll drop the the suitcase there. While this is all going on, they're talking to Robert Redford, uh, whose character's name escapes me, but Robert Redford's there, not out of retirement. And then he eventually flicks it. The case skids across the ground. Tony grabs it, goes to turn around, thinks. At first, you're like, "Fuck, everything's going really smooth in this." Uh, this is going great. It's going great. Next second, fucking of course. the space. The space timeline that's not working good. Yeah, it's, it's like this timeline's going really quite well. Uh, and then, of course, Hulk just bursts out of nowhere, complaining about the stairs, and uh, <laughs> knocks Tony across the room. And then the case opens, and the tesser- the Tesseract goes uh, sliding across the Loki. floor. Loki's like, oh, hello. See us. <laughs> See us, grabs it. Now, I think the, the, the thing for this a lot of people are questioning is, like, does um, Cap, when he travels back in time, does he fix this? Uh, I, I'm like, I don't know if he does because I'm like, this could be A, where they're planning to do his TV series, which would make sense. Or B, they could be saying that when they time traveled the other time, they tra- time traveled back on the same timeline and then they took it. I don't well, I know. guess he has to go back to that point to return the other two things. So you could easily just like kick. Well, it's like the when he, he time travels back, if he returns the Tesseract to the 70s, which is where he actually gets it from later, if he returns yeah. it to there, then in this alternate timeline version, there is a Loki who escapes with it here. Uh, and then that no, but ver- he's going to be there to return the Scepter. He can just show up and like pick up the Tesseract as Captain America and hand it back to whoever. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You've, you've, Again, you've a lot of things that a lot of fan theorying filling in the blank share because you, you're right. He could he he could just simply do that, and that that kind of solves the problem pretty easy actually. But I was like, either they fix like either they're tr- trying to say that Captain America fixes the Loki problem, or they're trying to say like I was like, is that what they're doing to set up what the Loki TV series would would have been about? Like this ultimate. I, don't, I feel like the Loki TV series is set before everything from what we've read. So, so it would still be Loki Prime, not like an alternate universe. Yeah, Loki version. Okay, yeah, I like I like your explanation. I hadn't actually thought that. Yeah, because Captain America is not actually in that room, so he can just no, he can just show up. He can literally just walk in and be like, yeah, no, Loki, fuck off. Yeah, hey, easy, yeah. easy explanation. Sometimes you overthink the the, the things. Um. Nonetheless, they do at this point lose the space, uh, space stone and they uh, head out, have a... Uh, Cap's up. Uh, he's up trying to get the, the scepter, right? Yes. Yeah. Fucking confusing. He's up trying to get the scepter and then we get the other cool moments. So this, one, this whole scene's full of so many fucking cool moments. And this is this one I kind of liked more than yeah. the uh, 
the Hail Hydra even, just because it made me laugh. Because it felt like they was playing into an internet meme. Uh, because he, he's walking along the bridge, <laughs> and then he sees the other version, the Captain America Prime there. And then, of course, Captain America's like, I found Loki. And he's like, I'm not Loki. Like, <laughs> I just like the way he says it, like... I'm not Loki. And then they, they get into a bit of a tuffle straight, straight away. And then when he, they knock each other to the ground a bit, the, the Captain America says, I could do this all day. And then just the way that Chris Evans as the, the current Captain America is like, I know, I know. Like, yeah, <laughs> just made me laugh. I'm like, you're playing into a, the, I just like how are they playing yeah. into the, the lines. They know the fans have grown attached like, to from yeah. uh, their previous movies. Everything, so yeah, yeah I, I quite enjoyed that. And I also liked how, uh, it's subtle, but you can tell a real difference between the two Captain Americas. I think, like he, he like when he's playing uh, 2012 Avengers Captain America, he's playing it yeah. a little bit more naive, a little bit more like I'm true justice yeah. and the American way, like that that more way. Yeah. Whereas the Captain America, Ooh, would, I don't know if he can say that. What the truth, justice, and the American way? Yeah, that's a Superman thing, isn't it? Ah, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> um, doesn't matter. They're, they're American, American comics. It's tangible. Uh, you know, like the more just like Captain yeah, America version and the, the prime Captain America who's gone through a lot more shit than that one has is more, you know, he grew the beard, he's he was on the run, you know, he's more of a, he's not, he's less Captain America now, more like this uh, different hero somewhat, I, I feel like he, yeah. he's he's not really Captain America anymore. He's, he's more of this rogue vigilante superhero type thing who spent a lot of years mm. on the run and... You know not what I mean? Really like, anymore, I guess. Not anymore, after but the five I feel like years, so it's a yeah, not anymore because what they're doing now. But like, he's obviously a, a lot different of a character. And I feel like there was a subtle he's, difference he's, there. He's seen some shit. That's the difference. Yes, he's seen some shit for sure. Uh, so he gets that, and then they have a whole fight. It was quite funny. Uh, and then he uh, drops the the uh, was it a compass? No, is it stopwatch? Stopwatch, yeah, right? Compass is a compass. I can never remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a compass. Uh, the the with Peggy's photo, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Peggy's photo with the compass. He, he drops and of course, the other Captain America's like, where'd you get that? And he pokes him with the pokey stick, the Loki <laughs> pokey stick, yeah. <laughs> Loki pokey <laughs> stick, and uh, knocks him out and uh, he, he heads off. Uh, but of course, they, they're like, shit, we lost one of the stones. What are we going to do when they all meet up again after this? And they, they're like, okay, what we're going to do is Ant-Man, you fuck off. See you. you hold, See you later. Take this. Take this. Go away. Uh, us two, we're... Tony starts guesstimating basically, but he, he figures out that there's going to be a time period where uh, the Tesseract would be uh, in the same place as where uh, Hank Pym would be, which means if Hank Pym's there, he's working on pink, uh, pink Pym particles, which is what they, what, is that what it's called? Pym particles? Whatever, the Pym something, whatever, yeah. uh, which is what they're going to need to be able to time travel. Uh, they'll be able to, two birds, one Can set. I just point out one thing? Obviously, mm-hmm. we haven't gotten to the thought thing, but yeah. why didn't they take the Tesseract there? Because that would have been in the chamber. Because they, they took the Tesseract. He took the Tesseract back to Asgard after the Avengers. Uh, yeah, I guess they didn't. They didn't like. T- does Tony know that? I though? guess they just thought that the three would have been easier to get. But does Tony know that it would have the- been then? Like he, he's searching his brain. Or do you mean yes. before this point? Like 2012? No, no, yeah, before in the pl- original planning phase. I think the re- the reason they went here originally is because they they could get three three. Uh, yeah. Three at once, you know. I just find it interesting. Obviously, the tesseract was there where Thor was. It could, they could have had two tesseracts at the same time. I don't think. Yeah. Why not take, grab extras of the stones if you can, just to yeah. to to duplicate to 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 see how it all goes. Yeah. Why, why, why you know, not just see plan. how it goes? Yeah. 
yeah, it's a, fa- it's a fair point. Um, yeah, so he they uh, jump back to the nineteen seventies. It was seventies, right? Like I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was. 60s I believe or 70s, so. Yeah, but I tried to look it up, but I couldn't find it. Uh, so they head down into the shield bunker uh, place here. Other thing mm-hmm. that was a Stan Lee cameo in the car. It looked a hell of a lot like Mark Maron. I don't know why. That I thought it was Mark Maron the first <laughs> looks time. looks like Mark Maron from fucking past. Glow is what it looked like. Yeah. Maybe it's because he dyed his hair or something. I don't yeah, know. That, sure, but, he, yeah. He's driving the car, right, as they're showing the army base. And then he's like, peace, not... I can't remember the, the exact line. It was, it was yeah. a very throwaway Stanley cameo. I, I don't... Like, I understand that people were kind of going into this for some reason, being like, it's Stanley's last cameo. And expecting it, probably expecting it to be a lot mean, meaningful. But what you got to understand, I guess, is that they were shooting the Stanley cameos. They weren't like expecting him to die, and thus expecting this to actually be his last yeah. one. And then shooting it in a way to make it more, uh, it's his last one, better make it yeah. epic. You know, it just so like he died. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, it's it's, they didn't get to. We got the Captain Marvel one. I was about to say my favorite one. That was the My favorite Stanley cameo, I think, which is an entire topic where we could rank them all, really. But my favorite one, I think, would have to be actually be uh, into uh, Spider Verse. That's true. That was great. I just feel like that one's a lot more meaningful because he's saying like everyone can wear the suit and he's telling it to our new Spider Man. I feel like that's the most meaningful uh, Stanley cameo personally. But if you want to count live yeah. action movies, then like Cat Marvel one's better than this one and whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah, it is his last cameo. They didn't Maybe. know he was going to fucking die. They didn't. <laughs> he could be in Homecoming. No, Far From Home. I don't think that is. I think they officially said that this was his last one. This so. is okay. I don't think it's fitting, even if it's not the like one of his best cameos. I if think it's, it's fitting for one, him to yeah. like to be in Endgame, nonetheless. Um, yeah. So they head down to the uh, bunker, which if you've ever watched Agent Carter, you would have uh, seen. But have you watched Agent Carter? I've watched the first season. So good. Underrated yeah, show. Was. I was so pissed off when it got cancelled. I'll, I'll go as far as to say this. Apart from Daredevil season one, Agent, both seasons of Agent Carter is the... Oh, hold on. Jessica Jones season one and uh, Daredevil season one. And then I'd say both seasons of Agent Carter are up there and way better than the rest of the Marvel TV show stuff for me. And I was so pissed when they cancelled it. I loved it. Absolutely fucking loved it. So I was quite happy with several things that we get uh, happening here in, in, in quite a We'll get into it in a second, yeah. yeah. Um, so they head down into Shield Base... Find the Tony finds the uh, Tesseract locked up in some kind of compartment, whatever. And then as he he's finding it, he bumps into his dad, played by uh, John Lazen. Is it Lazenby? Lazenji? Laz- I can't. Remember. John Lazen Lazenji, I think. Uh, Madman. Uh, bump into his what, John Slattery. John Slattery. Thank you. I was like, la- I was saying Lazenby. Like, what are you trying yeah. to say? Yeah, no, I can't remember his last name. Eh? Uh, that's him. They bu- they bump into him. Howard Stark. Old Howard Stark. Of course, young Howard Stark is played by uh, the what's his face in the Dominic Howard? Dom, Dominic, yeah, in the the thing. Preacher guy, yes, preacher guy. But it's not him. It's all it's all Howard Stark. Uh, bumps into him, and you get this whole back forth. He walks up there, introduces himself as a uh, last name. What's he? Does Howard this? Potts. Potts, yeah. Thing, which you know, little does he know, he's he's telling his uh, his own dad like the. The woman's last name of who? Yeah, no, took her name. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about their back forth, like getting to speak to his dad? I, I feel like they were trying to make it a lot more emotional and like meaningful, like him getting to talk to his dad. But I, I don't feel like it personally hit any notes for me. Like, did, did you think well, it was okay? Or 
obviously it's hard when it's a one-way conversation. It's all meaningful for one person, not the other. Yeah, I guess. You're yeah. trying to play it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a hard thing to touch. Obviously, yeah, it touched a little. It, it was a little bit touching to have him talk and sort of like give his own personal experience as a dad as well, which is crazy because we obviously hadn't seen him as a dad before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a nice moment. The hug, obviously, was a bit much. Yeah. It, um, yeah, uh, it's fine. It was all of it was fine to me. None of it felt like particularly <clears throat> hit home with the Tony slash Tony's Tony's relationship with his father, which has been a prominent storyline throughout all of his movies mm-hmm. and and stuff. Obviously, and I feel like that was trying to kind of wrap it up here with him uh, giving the hug and uh, forgiving his father for the things he did and somewhat, you know, yeah. like I feel like that was trying to encompass a lot of a lot of you things. Sort of but, got to say goodbye finally. Finally, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't feel like they fully, like, hit, hit it uh, home for me personally. But nonetheless, uh, Steve heads on He down. was rushed. Yeah, he was rushed. To be he clear. was on mission. He was on it mission. It wasn't a pleasure trip. It, that's true. It definitely wasn't a pleasure trip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Steve heads uh, Steve heads to Hank Pym's lab. Got a little bit of a de-aging effect on... Uh, uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas here, which was... Look fine, I guess. Like it was quite funny because yeah. his voice didn't match the. I felt like his his, his Michael Douglas's voice didn't uh, match the look of the character the, for yeah. young Hank. But I mean, it's it's fine. It's whatever. It would have been funny if they uh, made out Hank Pym to actually be like in the comics and he fucking uh, was on the fu- like fucking. <laughs> he walks in and uh, he's smack up his wife while he's drunk. <laughs> They like fuck. Uh, Marvel want to stay as far away from that as they can. <laughs> they went to an evil, but they went to Hank Pym's evil past. Uh, yeah, no, they do want to stay far away from that storyline. Uh, so yeah, he, uh, Captain America. Steve makes a prank call basically and says, "Someone's opened up your boxes." He heads inside and uh, <laughs> takes some of his the Pym particle stuff that uh, he, he'd been working on here. Smart I, to take multiples. Yeah, he didn't. Wasn't just like I only need two. He took. He took oh, what? Yeah, he took all of them. I believe is what we're led to believe. He took like four. Yeah, he, yeah which was all there was. I think. Um, then he's on his way out, and uh, Yvette, uh, Yvette, non Nicole Brown's character, Nicole Brown, uh, who they were on the elevator on the way up with, who was looking a bit dodgy. Fair enough, honestly. Uh, they do look a bit dodgy. Uh, she yep. had got security, and then uh, because they're coming past, Steve jumps into this door and what door does he uh, magically out of all the doors of course managed to uh, walk into it to hide inside of course it's uh, Peggy's back office yep. room I guess um, picture of her on the desk with uh, him the feels and then of course she's talking to someone in the actual actual room yep. across across from it and uh he gets to be all creepy and walk up really fucking close to the glass yeah. <laughs> which if i was here and turned around you would do they have person, do they have like, reflective shit. glass in the in that 1970 i don't know but i was, I was like thinking i'm like if she just turns glass, around and yeah. sees him he'll be like holy shit who the fuck's that guy standing there um but yeah that was a nice moment obviously yeah. uh you, you don't know how the movie's gonna end so as it stands watching it for the first time you're like oh he gets to this is, this this feels like a moment of Steve making the choice of, like, obviously opening up the door and being like Peggy, compared to doing what he actually has to do and not fucking with the mm. timeline and coming back to save the world. And at, at this point in time, he does the the choice of leaving her alone, even though you know deep down he would just want to be like, go in and say t- talk to her. Obviously, um, 
So that's cool. And then uh, he heads outside and he's waiting for Tony to uh, to finish up talking to his dad, of course. And then when uh, Howard Stark goes to walk off, we get the cameo of, um, what's his name? Uh, Dar- Darby, Darcy. Uh, what's his first name? Yeah, Dar- James Darcy. James Darcy, thank you. We get the cameo of James Darcy who plays Jarvis in um, the Agent Carter TV series, uh, which yep. I believe, now correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first time that a TV Marvel TV series character has come over to the movies and been like tied in. I can't think of any other one. I can't think of any others either. So I'm glad it was from Agent Carter. (laughs) Not one of the. That's the only one they care about. It should also be pointed out that the writers of this film are Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, who wrote all the Captain America movies. And created Agent Carter TV series. And it should also be pointed out that uh, the Russo brothers directed episodes of Agent Carter. Yes. And also, I guess before we hit our next object, they also wrote Thor The Dark World. That explains more. I didn't know they did Thor The Dark World as well. So that explains yeah. something else as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, nonetheless, I was quite happy to, uh, to see Jarvis, James Darcy here. Yeah, uh, it was a cool moment. Again, I was happy to see Peggy. I was happy to see him this time period. I was happy to yeah. see that people, outside shot. People in my audience popped when they saw him. So, you know. so there was people. Yeah, in my audience, no one did anything. So I like the people the who person. the people who knew who it was were keep, well, just keep silently quiet. nodding. Yes, because I I wasn't like cheering. I was just like, that's that's ha- yeah. I like that. I like that TV show. I like him as an actor. I like well, I don't like him as an actor in uh, Broadchurch because he, he was playing a nasty man. And that. But I was like, I like him in. Uh, like he's, hey, how you going? <laughs> he's good in a. He's also uh, people may recognise him if you're like, who's this actor? I've never heard of him. I've never seen him. If you've watched Dunkirk, he's in that. He's behind uh, Kenneth Branagh for half the movie, just being his second in command. <laughs> there you go. There's your there's your tie-in yep. for you. Uh, so then we've got a couple. Of, uh, I just put. We're just going to kind of go over the other ones here because I don't think they're. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't feel like these are as important or were as eventful. No, they were not really. as in depth. Yeah, they weren't as in but, depth yeah. storylines that were happening. So while all that was happening with Cap and uh, all, all those people, um, you get Thor, who's on the hunt for his stone uh, in Asgard, of course. And obviously, I've said my piece about yeah my stuff about Thor, but I'll say because of how I feel about Thor, I'll just say that I feel like they fucked up what could have been a more emotional uh, scene for him personally in uh, Asgard. Cause of course, while he's there, you've got, I think it made it more emotional. I think it is, was, it was really is... emotional. No, hold on. Hold on. We'll, we'll get to it in just a sec. You're just getting, that we'll, is a, yeah, we'll get to okay. it in just a sec. I want to set up. Cause we're talking about obviously the mother scene, but before that, obviously he, he gets there. He's talking with rocket rocket slaps him and all this sort of stuff and tells him to go talk to um, Jane, Natalie Portman who I think actually came back and recorded yeah. like one scene, I guess. I assume she it, did. Cause I, 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 I don't remember that scene. Like her I can't imagine and, they would have shot that in a way that they could pull a shot no, off of rocket poking out yeah, yeah. afterwards, which means they paid. And she was at the, she was at the Avengers at, premiere. At the premiere. So. Yeah, exactly. So, which means they paid her like fucking $10,000 to literally come film one shot of her getting out of bed. Yeah. Girl, go get paid. Girl got to get paid. Yeah. You know, she ain't, she ain't going to do a Michelle Williams and get, yeah, I get Come I guess back that's, for issues. That's fair. So um so Rocket uh Thor uh, of course can't bring himself to do it uh to face Jane. Uh they do set up early in the movie as well that he's like they basically say that he still has feelings for her and you know, he starts yeah. talking about Jane, he's like, I loved her blah 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 blah. But uh, although in Ragnarok they were kind of being like, yeah, fucking forget Jane, don't <laughs> don't care about her, don't don't care oh, about her. Oh, he was he was in denial, he was just yeah. playing it off. 
Uh, so he, he can't go talk totally to Totally in character. Yeah. Well, he can't talk to Jane, so then Rocket heads off and he's going to fucking stab her in his sleep and be all creepy and a weird rabbit. Uh, and then uh, Thor's watching his mother walk around, Renee Rousseau uh, returning, of course. And then she's using her super mother powers, I guess is how we'll explain yeah. it. Spotters. Well, she uh, had some sort of she's abilities a from she's memory. A yeah. She's not uh, as guardian god. Or they explain she's a witch of some sort in the mythos, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so she spots her son talking to her, up uh, hiding and watching her. But then straight away she's onto it. She's like, you're not actually my Thor, Thor. You're my Thor, but you're from the future, aren't you? And he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> which was actually uh, quite funny and yeah yeah so they go into the room, they go into her room i guess and they they have a dnm mother to to son talk and it, i loved it right it was yeah. an emotional talk it was a fucking fantastic uh talk between the, the both of them and i'm not saying it ruins it completely i'm just saying that when i was watching it for the first time right in the cinema I left the scene annoyed because the last fucking line she says to him is eat a salad. You don't think that is the most parenty thing she could have said? No, because you I you gotta remember, Ash, Dylan's already in the cinema annoyed about uh, No, you weren't! I was annoyed about the fat thing. I wasn't annoyed I hadn't put together the uh No, you no you weren't. I was because I thought they were playing the joke too much. It was annoying me. Hmm. No, I think I think that was the most parenty thing that, you know, the last thing you said of him is like, just do this thing to make yourself better. You mm. know? It's like, you know, judgmental parents. It's a thing. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. We don't expect. Yeah. I'm not saying that it was a big thing. All I'm saying is, uh, for a split second, I was like, Ugh, that's all it was. I'm not saying yeah. I spent it. I thought about like, it. Oh, time. they didn't need that joke. Yeah, I was like, I was like, they didn't need that joke. It's Even all though it's I'm a completely saying. true moment. It's all I'm saying. I felt like they didn't need. That one joke. I feel like they could have just let it. So in be- the Dylan cut, that would be cut. Yes, because this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm fucking saying with these Marvel movies. They have an emotional moment, a really fucking fantastic scene between two of them. And for some reason, they always ruin some scenes because they're like, oh, oh it's been like five minutes. Uh, joke. But like there has to be like a certain quote or something. Like, you know, I have to, have to put a joke here. Must put a joke here. That, that's all yeah. it feels like. They're, sometimes just I feel like- to make sure everybody ju- stops crying. All right. Sometimes I just feel like they make a joke. Ah, Sometimes I feel like there's just like one that you know. You you can still see the screen. You know, there's birds that like wobble backwards and forwards with the fucking like they got a hourglass timer on the editing desk, and then they're like, "Oh shit, there wasn't a joke. Better fucking go do some research and Mm. put a fucking joke in there." Anyway, great scene. Up, great scene. scene. I'll leave it at that. Great, great scene between the two of them. Great scene. Was emotional. Made Thor the Dark World worth something. Worth something. And I will say something Elevated else. Elevated it a little bit. Something else here for Thor yeah, well, as well. Because, of course, he's doubting himself uh, and his yeah. uh, ability. And uh, uh, what he puts out his hand to see if he can still call... Uh, is it... How do you say Milner. it? Milner? Milner. Thank you. Milner. Milner, whatever we call it. He puts out his hand <clears throat> to kill Milner. Which it actually comes to him, which means that... Uh, which is actually a powerful scene for him as a character because it means yeah. he's still Worthy. worthy. Which is an important thing. I think. I think they just they don't play it off like that because they can't just play it off as him being excited that it actually comes to him. But whereas, like yeah. the, the deeper impact is that he's still worthy, and that's a, a good character moment for him, of course. Um, so then he takes me. Rocket runs in. Yeah. When you think about that, that's a dick move. What taking the hammer with him 
And oh. in this alternate timeline, Thor is no, because going to have to fight the Dark Elves without the hammer. No, 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 no. Because Captain America is going to bring the hammer back two seconds Yeah, later. I know. But before he goes, there's a timeline that... Yeah, but... You know, they're going to do that What If TV series on Disney Plus. Yeah. They should explore that. Maybe. But it's like, it, the timeline doesn't actually move forward because you think it does, but Captain America is going to literally show up a second later. If he does it right. Is, you know what I mean? Like, if, if, he, if. if he does it right... He shows up a second after Thor leaves. Two seconds Just after Thor's leave. Drops a hammer. Says, hey, mum. Hey, hey, Thor's mum. I'm off. <laughs> yeah. So he comes back. He drops hammer. And then he stabs Natalie Portman's character with the the, the, the ether. Yes. And injects it back into her body. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, you ever wonder why they didn't show us this? It's because it's dark shit. <laughs> it's some messed up shit. That's why they couldn't show it to us. Uh, yeah. Okay, so then, uh, yeah, they, they head off. Uh, Thor heads off with uh, Rocket after this. And then we got Nebula and Rhodes as well, which they have a kind of funny, they have a kind of, they did have a funny scene, which is the whole uh, Shank Chris Pratt, um, of course. The opening, opening for Guardians. Opening of Guardians 1, dancing song. And it's quite funny when they cut out the music and they cut back to those two behind a rock watching it. And it's like one of those moments where you think, yeah, like it's funny because we're watching like, the credits and the song's being played for us, but really anyone who's in that cave with him is just watching this guy like, and yeah, that that was funny. Yeah. I thought that was a good one. Um, Once again, playing with scenes that we already know from different angles, which is, I like in t- time travel and stuff. Yeah. Um, And then they go up, knock him the fuck out. That's funny. I was like, take that Chris Pratt. <laughs> You're the worst Pratt, uh, worst Chris. Um, And then- uh, Ooh. That's oh, just putting it out there. He's the worst Chris. Uh, I can't so then argue we, with it, but still hard to hear. Or of the three Chris's, yeah, yeah. Best Chris is uh, Chris Prime, Dan Hemsworth. Take that. That's a hot take. Is that a hot take? Is that a hot take? Evans. Is that a cross pack? Hot take. Oh no, 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 you're wrong. Chris Evans, Chris Prime, Chris Hemsworth. I think you need to put Chris Hemsworth higher because he's Australian. Hot take. No, nah, no. Nah. It's. Hot take, hot take, hot takes left, right, and center. Um, there we go. Yeah, so they, they knock out, uh, they knock out him, and then they uh, go into the secret room, which uh, Rhodes has obviously watched too much Indiana Jones and is uh, afraid to enter. Uh, they get the what a fucking stone they get. What stone? Uh, the time travel? No, power stone. Power stone is it, I think. Yeah, it's a purple one, right? Yeah, power yeah, stone. The purple one. Yeah. Uh, so power stone. Yeah. Uh, they grab that. They go to sync up. Rhodes is like, yeah, three, two, one, sexy time. And he, he blinks off. But what they don't know is that uh, th- this is the this is the thing I have the bigger problem with than the the time travel stuff that I don't fully wrap my head around how it makes sense. But yeah. you kind of have to just shrug and go, okay, I guess, which is that Nebula, because she time travels back, that wish somehow Nebula's fucking mind is then it's shared. to some sort of server. Yeah, it's like a server. Is- yeah. Like Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's like she's on a fucking Apple Cloud or some shit. Yeah. Which uh, makes sense because Thanos has been like sort of... I guess, Didn't but- in, the, in Infinity War he used... That's how he found out about the Soul Zone. He used Thanos... Uh, yeah, she did use... Nebula's his, memories. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it to that degree, but it's another thing to say if there's two of them in the same solar system that... That's... Something. It's what it's. It's a fucking superhero if movie. If you set your thing to <laughs> auto connect, it's just going to auto connect. I guess that's true. That's true. I do set my phone to auto sync. Yeah. So, uh, so then she get she doesn't sync back with uh, 
she doesn't sink straight back right away and uh it's interrupts the other the nebula 2 nebula uh nebula b we'll call her who's over with gamora b uh and they're doing battle with south and about old nebula and no good nebula and it's bad younger nebula. actually so yeah the thing yeah uh well i mean whatever i'm calling him b good nebula it makes my head i'm the one trying to work for the notes <laughs> <laughs> right, whatever good, ne- good nebula right. bad nebula okay so good nebula sets off bad nebula bad nebulas with uh thanos. thanos uh and then she starts breaking down like whatever and then shoots out the the fucking r2d2 projection system and sh- shows what's up gives thanos the information uh nebula prime go- sorry nebula good nebula whatever we're calling it she of course realizes <laughs> what's actually happening here <laughs> and she runs off uh, to tell uh, and call uh, Clinton, Natasha, and tell them that Thanos knows because she realizes is uh, she realizes what her own tech is about. She understands her inner workings and she knows what yep. the fuck's going on here, which is that they're up shit fucking creek. Uh, so she heads off uh, to do that, but then uh, of course Thanos has tracked her down and uh, hoverboards her up into his uh, ship her ship in, in tow yep. and everything like that. And then when they get up there, of course, they interrogate her, doing the whole usual interrogation stuff. Thanos is pretty chill about all of it, I'd say. Like, he's a very smart man. Yeah. Like, understanding. Like, puts it all together pretty easy. He's like... Well, the, once he sees him, his head get decapitated, you know. Which he doesn't care about. Board, it's definitely a future timeline. Yeah, which yeah. he doesn't care about either. He's kind of like... No, it's like, yeah. Whatever. He's like, I, I, I succeed in my goal. I, for, uh yeah very goal orientated yeah obviously had no future plans so yeah go do we go go do we go do <laughs> yeah so he puts it all together and he's like and then they put together this whole plan of uh sending bad nebula back uh with the team to let thanos and crew through to their time from the other side basically is what they what they uh put together so while all this is happening and we have Clinton Natasha's stuff, which was sad, I'll say, right, obviously, sad. But you knew what was going to happen as soon as and they it, got on the shuttle. Yes, as soon as they got on the shuttle and they say, Natasha and Clint, you're going off to uh, Mor- Morag, whatever the fuck it's called, where we went yep. in Infinity War, where ne- fucking Nebula died, where we know that someone has to be sacrificed. Gamora died. Gamora, sorry, Gamora died. I'm saying Nebula too much. Uh, where Gamora died, you know that one of them's going to die, right? So there's no real build up, and when they get there, I assumed it was going to be Natasha, uh, simply for the fact that they do a big thing in his movie, obviously of setting up how much Clint misses his family, and they do another big thing. Well, not so much of a big thing, but they do show that Natasha has nothing but the Avengers. You know, that's that was her her yep. life. So I feel like going into it, you know, which was which one is actually going to die, and. F- Great fucking scene, I thought. Uh, this is uh, probably Hawkeye's yeah. best movie, and I feel like this scene between him, him and easily her his best movie. Uh, was... Yeah, easily his best movie. And I feel like this scene between two of them was really well acted by the both of yeah. them. Uh, really, sh- I like how the way they go to run up. You know, like, she fucking shocks yeah, him. Yeah, they sort of And then he, like, explosion other, yeah. arrows him. And then um, at the end, she fucking dives off, and not only does she grapple hook the thing, but also manages to chuck the, the other part onto him, not her, on the way down, which, when yeah. you think about it, is pretty fucking epic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then... um. Yeah, she, uh, of course... Uh, then she jumps off the wall. <laughs> jumps off the wall uh, and uh, uh, kills herself. 
yeah. I guess uh, for the for the greater cause, and yeah, it, it's sad. Uh, but another yeah. woman dead for the soul stone. Yep, another woman dead for the soul stone. <laughs> uh, yeah, it it was it was a sad scene, but not shocking. I guess is the the way I'd I'd put it. It's, also, obviously, the news that they're working on a Hawkeye TV series. Yeah, it plays into it for sure. Made you think, but it's the yeah, same thing. Probably. There's like they're, they're saying they were doing a Black Widow movie as well, but, w- but from the outset, I always thought I'm it was pretty rumored. sure that was always going to be a prequel. So. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was ever confirmed or like it's just heaps of rumors that we've always had. But for, either way, it's always been like heavily rumored that it would always be about her time in the uh, fucking Russian secret army or yep. whatever the hell it was. Um, Ooh, it could be now. It could be like bookended with like Hawkeye meeting out with Hawkeye about or whatever. Oh, at the start, yeah. yeah. But it's like because of all those things, you kind of know what you're you, you were going in for here for sure. So yeah. still sad though. Don't it? Sad. Still sad. Still sad. Death count one. Death, death count is now at one. Well, I mean, at this stage, Infinity War, you can kind of be like, yeah, there's a couple more. But um, in so, this film one. In this film one, yes. Uh so then they all get back, and they arrive back at Avengers headquarters, and I like the way how you know they obviously show how upset Banner is because he had a. Uh, big, thing. Uh, huge relationship with uh, Natasha, of course, throughout uh, uh, Age of Ultron, particularly, I suppose, yep. is the movie that played up their re- relationship. Yet, that he didn't try to rekindle it in the five years. No, well, it's the, they had that one awkward scene where he's like, walks in, it's like, hey, Natasha, and then Sam, and yeah. Finn was like, well, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, then they go out and they uh, try and talk about how to get her back, and of course, Thor's being like, why are we all upset? Like, We've got the stones. We'll go back and get it back. But also, I like how Clint, even though Clint's so upset that he understands, like he's like he can't, like she she can't, like for us to get the stone, she has to die, and we can't go back and just save her because then, like, it, it's one of those things. Is like this is where timeline rules get weird sometimes. And you know, they they do the whole thing like some yeah, deaths they need to take the stone i guess yeah it's 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 once again like comparing it to doctor who that it, it was a i think the other thing it it was imp- sort of implied as a one-way transaction yeah it's, yeah there's it no putting the stone back no 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 yeah um so how does chris how does captain america put the stone back gives it red skull he's like here you go red skull you seem trustworthy <laughs> oh uh, why can't we see that scene <laughs> yeah i mean that's a that's a good point yeah What's he like then? Hey, Red Skull. He's like, you're fucking alive. And he's like, I am, but I'm playing by you're a different actor alive. now. <laughs> and then he's like, just St- Steve is just like, lucky I'm retiring. Hey, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> you could be for the new Captain America to deal with whenever you decide to come back into the movies. And then Red Skull's like, yes, in four years, I've been promised to return. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they get all upset about it. And, no, he's um, like, fuck this timeline. <laughs> yeah, it's like, my movie, this, my movie for this saga was shit. I'm going to get a better movie next saga. <laughs> uh, so then they all make it back to their timeline of uh, fine, of course, who, but alt Nebula has come in, uh, bad Nebula. Um, yep. We know this. She's put on a uh, fucking thing she on her head. Piece. to l- little ch- different type, type piece to, to, so she's not given away. Uh, they then gather all of the stones. Tony makes a nanotech, uh, Infinity Gauntlet, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then the Hulk is the one who performs the flick after they argue about it. There's one good mo- out of all my things before. There was one good moment here mm. with uh, Tony and Thor that I actually liked, which is that the one where 
like Thor's like I'm strong I'm strong I'm so strong like I'll be the I'll be the one to do it and Tony's like no you can't do it like you're not able and Thor takes it as he's attacking his um physical powerless but then uh, Tony's like no it's not you just it's not to do with that like you know like he he's basically it's not to do with your physical power it's because it's going to be a mental <clears throat> struggle like and you're obviously not not up, not up, okay, yeah. not okay to it. But he doesn't slap him and say, "Sit the fuck back down," because um, he's a decent person. Because he's a decent person, at least in this movie, not in the first Iron Man. Um, and then the Hulk is the one who says, "I'll do it," which does make sense. Growth. Uh, Hulk doing it does make sense though, because he he does point out, you know, it's radiation. I'm made yeah. of radiation. But if if anyone's going to do it, yeah. why not be me? Let let's have a go at it. Uh, so the Hulk does put on the thing. He struggles with it, of course, though. Um, I'm yeah. not sure if he was just struggling with it because of the power or because we find out later about him him saying that he was trying to bring Natasha back and like that was going through his mind at the time and that, that was like the struggle of the stones, but could, could be a no, both, it was just either mix of it. I, I don't know. Could just be the stones, I guess, is the is the thing. Because, of course, even when... um, You know, it's all in one go as well, whereas yeah. Thanos whereas was Thanos slowly adding time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, yeah you're right. Although he was perfectly fine when he took him at the end of this movie, I guess, so... Yeah. It could um, just be a bloodline thing, you know. Yeah. Uh eventually Hulk does do the snap though, of course, and big power surge goes off. Uh while this is all been happening to Worth Point, uh the important thing to note is that ne- uh Nebula bad is over letting through uh Thanos and Crow, which I do want to ask Somehow. Somehow, yeah, I was like, I want to get your theories on that in just a second, but it's like I like how um <laughs> the first thing they show, like the, the two confirmations that the flick has worked is A Hawkeye's um uh, what's her face? What's her name? Wife, Linda Cardellini. Yeah, Linda Cardellini. Sure, we'll go with that. Linda Cardellini ringing on the phone, which makes sense because it's cool. So if you just like flicked out of exi- the way they explain the dusting is basically they flick out and then they, in their mind, they've like gone to sleep and then they wake up kind of back in the same place. Yeah. But, like, for, for That's them, how Peter explains it. Yeah, for, for them, time hasn't really moved. They're just, obviously time's moved around them, but they're like kind of fall asleep and then wake yeah. back up. So obviously she's woke back up and gone like, what the fuck just happened? Looked around. And then what would you do? Straight away, call, call Hawkeye, obviously. So that makes sense. But like how the other thing they used to explain that uh, everything's come back to life is they're like, the birds are back. Like, <laughs> look, the, the, there's more birds on the tree now. Yeah. Uh, half the birds came back. Half the birds came back. Like, Ant-Man's been out there counting him. He's like, there's only four around here. Now there's eight guys. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, man, that's that's weird how... Imagine, like, all the, like, uh, like food places. The fish like, just double suddenly. Stuff. <laughs> suddenly uh, half, a, half a bunch of cattle, like, suddenly yeah. appear. Farmer's like, fuck, it was easier before. Uh, well, yes. like, they're in a chicken place and then all the... Cages are full because half of the, all the half the chickens yeah, go. Maybe that's a TV series, uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So what are your theories on the Thanos thing? Because this is one of my other major problems. I couldn't figure out how to. This is one mm. I don't know how to fanfic. Like I can't really fix yeah. it in my, my mind. My theory is they wanted to fight Thanos, and that was yeah. it. It's one of those ones where it's like, well, it's a superhero movie. Maybe we just look past it. But yeah. I guess it's easier to pull stuff from the past than. To go to the past. Yeah, but they've still Time said travel that you yourself? need the pin party. I don't know. To... And they said just. Gonna... Well, I guess she she had the pin particles on her, so. But she only had one trip, remember? Yeah. And she used it to come I... back. I don't know. Yeah, no. I don't know. The, the the best thing I could have, um, like fanficking it, obviously, is I'm just like Thanos' ship is high tech and it can. Unless she used all the extra ones that Captain America brought back to. 
But then how she created all the things for the huge yeah, that's exactly. space whales to come through. And- yeah, exactly. Yeah, th- this is my this is one of those, it's a, whatever, shrug. Doesn't really matter. But it was, like, when the ship was coming through, um, when she did the thing and you see, it goes to the shot of the ship coming through the, the quantum tunnel or whatever, I was like, and you see it suddenly start getting bigger and stuff. I'm like, how's it? Like, <laughs> I hadn't really thought about it until that part of the movie. I was like, how's this all working? Like, you didn't get the pink part. didn't get the pin particles or anything like that. Yeah. I'm like, and can pin pa- like, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Thanos comes through, of course, breaks up the, breaks open the roof and then just in nice timing after the still met. I, I was getting a little yeah. bit stressed watching this scene, actually, to be honest, like, cause I was taking so long, like for him to do the flick. And I was like, just fucking flick your fucking fingers. Cause I was getting so worried that Thanos was actually going to interrupt it. And then I'd have to have yeah. this thing, but I'm glad they got the flick out of the way uh, and not made the, the movie's last fight be like them fighting and then they win and then they do the flick and then everyone comes back. Cause then it wouldn't be as epic as we obviously get when, uh, you get yeah. everyone back because that's way cooler, obviously. Uh, so, but but for a second there, I was like, oh my god, I'm getting a little bit fucking stressed out over here about this. Yeah. Uh, so he comes through and then Thanos blasts the fuck out of um, Avengers HQ, which I think is funny looking back because every time we watch the trailer and you would see that shot of them like walking around the rubble. Um, yeah, you thought it's like his home planet. You thought or it was something. like a planet or something, but then it's when you watch it, you're like, oh shit, it's just a, it's just the remains of. It's just Earth. Yeah, it's it Earth. was Earth all along. Yeah, it's fucking planet ape shit happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we get down to the the showdown. Really, like uh, from this point on, it's like hold on to your seats, everybody. Uh, Scott Scott works on saving Rocket and Rhodes, uh, Rhodey, who are. Trapped under both water and rubble, somewhat, combination of both. Uh, Hawkeye has the Infinity Gauntlet with the stones in it, and he's making his way out of the tunnel while uh, running away from the... What are they called? The Jutari? Jutari. Yeah. um, Running away from the Jutari, which I'm like... Pretty sure they showed in Infinity War they could fucking, like, run as fast as Black Panther. (laughs) Come on, Hawkeye. You're gonna, Come on, Hawkeye's pretty quick. He's got arrows. He's got arrows. That's that's the that's the thing for every movie. What's Hawkeye do? He got arrows. You can shoot him pretty fucking fast. Yeah, he's you got better, sword this one. You got fucking yeah. It's true. He's got sword this one. Uh, so he's doing all that. They're all doing all that. And then Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor meet outside to. Uh, well, Thor's standing there already, just kind of eyeing him off. Uh, and then Iron Man and Captain America show up and like, what's he been doing? And Thor's like, nothing. Just. Just chilling there, just chilling. and they're like, "Okay, well, time to time to go down." Well, there. he did, yeah. Thanos sent Nebula to get the stones, whatever. Yeah. It's like go get the stones, yeah. and then and Thanos is just sitting there with his just chilling there with his giant double sided uh, double sided sword sword thing. thingy that uh, at some early in the movie he had actually it was actually covered in blood as he walks in to see G- uh, Gamora yeah. and Nebula for the first time. Which looks like the freaking Buster sword dubbed twice. Twice, yeah, true. Um, so he's sitting there. The, Cool, very cool moment, of course, straight away. Where, well, I mean, we're about to get a lot of cool moments, so strap in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the first one, of course, is Thor is like, I'm fucking down. Like, he, you can tell he's like concentrating just the way he's like waiting for, yeah. he's waiting for his friends, but at the same time, he's just like, I'm not taking my eyes off this motherfucker. And then when they're about to go in for the fight, he just, the way he like thunder gets fucking coals in both the, uh, the hammer and the axe. And you're in Stormbreaker. Fucking cool. Very, very cool. Um, Freaking cool. <laughs> gets, both gets a cool suit. Yeah, he looks braided. Can't uh, tell. He looks way more Viking, like with the like the full on beard and the uh, like the braided and the every, yeah. everything like that. The full lightning, it's magic. It is, it is magic. Um, 
so then they all head in and they they get into battle. I like how it's the three of them because obviously they're the like, you know, the OG. It it's reminiscent of the forest. Flight. Yeah, I was about to say it is where they fought each other. Yeah, yeah. Now they're fighting as a team uh, against a common enemy. Yeah. Um, uh, so then, yeah, they 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 all go in and cool. You know, they're jumping on lightning strikes, punching, doing other things. It's it, it's cool to watch. Obviously, uh, Thanos mm. is pretty handily holding, holding his own. Pretty easy to to be honest. He he knocks uh, Iron Man away pretty pretty quickly. Uh, knocks Thor Thor away a bit uh, for a second, and Thor goes back in and. He's up real close in person with with him. The next second, you see uh, Hammer come flying. He's almost stabbing him with the. Almost about to stab him with axe, his yeah. uh, with his own axe, and then you see a hammer come flying. This is the loudest my cinema got in the whole yep, fucking movie. This is the moment. Yeah, this is the moment. So when the fucking hammer <clears throat> comes flying in and nowhere, and then the it's revealed that it was Captain America who fucking hit it uh, through it. I hear like nearly half the cinema behind me when it cut to that shot of uh, Cap just picking up and calling the. Uh, the, the hammer the back hammer. um half my simmer just yeah! like, <laughs> yeah. was, that was the moment out of all of like there was a few like claps and cheers and, and stuff but that was i think yeah. the the loudest and it, pretty fucking sick moment to be honest and then just having thor turn around and be like i knew it <laughs> as a uh call back to age of ultron of course when they yeah. were all sitting around having their he was just pretending their quiet moment well i like to it's like either a he was pretending and he, like he purposely didn't pick it all the way up because he didn't want to like annoy Thor. Or the alternative is that he was close to being worthy then, but he's more worthy now. Which I'm like, come on, he was worthy then. If he's worthy now, he's fucking w- was worthy at the age of uh, mm. time of age Ultron. I'm trying to think what happened in between. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bucky. Uh, Civil War, uh, t- several years of stuff we don't actually get to see of, of helping uh, people. Uh, of yeah, helping okay, people. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he is more worthy now. Maybe he is more worthy. It's like, either way, it's fucking cool when he uh, he picks it up and, yeah. and goes for it, of course. Uh, so then the two of them, Thor, Thor's like, you get the small one, but uh, <laughs> yep. the, the two of them are <laughs> going ham on him a bit. Eventually, though, uh, Thanos wrecks Thor and it's only down to Captain America. And even then he starts wrecking captain america and we get that really cool moment of like you know it, it, it's like that callback of uh i'll you know cap i'll always get back up that's his whole thing like he'll always get yeah. back up no matter how much he's beat down he'll always get back up and when he's beat he can to, do this all day yeah he'll do, he can do this all day if you haven't heard <laughs> and when he's really beat to that that pulp and he's like bloody and it's that shot we see in the trailer as well which is uh cool and like he's like really grunting he's like fucking standing up and he like restraps the he, like restraps the shield and he's like just getting back up and then this is probably one of the the, the all-time coolest moments of mcu entirely I, I i feel just like this whole next fucking five minutes this whole next five minutes is worth going back to the cinema to to see alone i feel like also thanos gives a pretty cool speech here like it, it, something along the lines it, before this wasn't personal but now i'm really going to enjoy this yeah he really like, like and the whole chitauri army uh, comes down yeah so what yeah, yeah. caps on the ground and then the, at first i didn't realize there was more ships because I, I thought it was only the one ship that uh thanos arrived in but then they yeah they start showing all the yep these the, other ships the, come the bla- from somewhere the black order is that what they're called right fuck i can't remember like he's I think in the comics they called the Black Order or something like that. The uh, he's he's henchmen that were killed. Yeah, Ebi Mimas. Uh, yeah, yeah, all, all his, them. His sidekicks. His sidekicks. They start coming down, and then um, the way all things were. Which talking is about weird before because and- they're from you. 
you never see them in the Guardians or anything before, so no. But whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. Whatever. Um, they are, yeah. So, so his whole armies are start coming down. At first, I thought they were being like dropped off around Earth or something, but like that. But then they cut to that shot. And nope. They really. Uh, uh, you see him walking up behind Thanos, like on the side of the cliff. I was like, okay, so they're there. <laughs> and then um, Cap's like still getting back up, and he's ready. I he would have like in my mind, he would have taken them all on. He would have fucking gone for it until he died. So then we get the we get the moment, probably. Well, yeah. I, I was going to ask it and like what your favorite moments are, but I'll say this is like probably this is obviously going to be in a lot of people's favorite moments. I feel uh, you hear this kind of crackling. It's like a voice. You're like, yeah, you can't really tell who it is. Of course, but it comes in clearer and clearer and clearer as uh, like caps, like standing up and ready to, to face off. And then you, you hear, are you there? Are you there? And it, if you recognize the voice, you can tell it's uh, Sam, the Fal- uh, Falcon, of course. So yeah. And at first I was like, oh yeah, like what? What's you're like? Yeah, he would be alive. We 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 do know. You kind of forgot because wow, like, those radios have grain. Yeah, you you kind of forgot, Wakanda. I guess, because the fight like gets straight into it. You like your mind's kind of off the idea that all of them are back now somewhere. Like even though we already have that information, yeah. I feel like as a viewer because it's moving so fast and like so much is happening, you don't have a moment to go, "Where's everyone else now that they're they're back?" Because we know everyone's got undusted. Um, yeah, so then you hear it, and he's like the voice. Uh, captain are you there steve or whatever he's saying and then you hear on your left and i was like oh (laughs) (laughs) so good and then in the background just like the the doctor who uh the fucking doctor who jesus christ the doctor Doctor strange Strange, thank you the doctor strange portal starts appearing. magic circles magic circles start appearing and then one by one a whole heap of people just start popping out i can't who comes first black panther and uh danny and shuri I think. Yeah, those people. And then, like, the next one is, like, Spider-Man swings in, right? Or yeah. pretty close to the next... I can't remember the full order, but and either way, like... Guardians, but yeah. A bunch much. of people start swinging, um, walking, and uh, of course, and then they're all revealed, and you get this really cool shot, obviously, of the the two uh, the two sides, like, across the battlefield, you know? It's yeah. like, here's Captain America, here's Thanos, and then behind them <laughs> are the, uh, the, the good versus evil sides, and Pretty fucking cool. Very CGI looking. My only problem with this whole fight. Yeah. And look, I'm saying my only problem, and I'm saying this, I just want everyone to know I'm saying it's a problem. And by problem, I mean teeny tiny to make this thing perfect, as in I would still want to watch this because it's fucking amazing and I love everything about it. But still, it just too CGI looking. You know what I mean? Like I would have liked a bit more something to bring it alive. You can definitely tell it's just like a bunch of green screens and and stuff. Something just, it's all very orange and brown and like destroyed. And I understand they, because he just blew everything to to Smith Reigns, but it's just like, it has, it's not the type of terrain that doesn't not look CGI when you're recording a huge fucking. Yeah. uh, Not like in Infinity War, where there's a bit more green. That last fight, yeah, 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 For, yeah, you green and stuff. Get away a little bit. Just yeah. this reminds me a lot of like DC Justice League type, yeah, fucking CGI stuff that we're kind of used to a bit. Um, with that said, there's so much cool stuff happening. There's not really that big of a, a you problem. don't really care. They don't really care. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then they all start call, uh, joining in. We have a couple of cool moments throughout what happens next. I describe what happens next as they all run a. They're all running the Finley Gauntlet as a American football game to try and get it to the uh, the uh, the Ant Man's bus because now this uh, this yeah. this is a plot hole for, as far as I'm concerned or like plot silly not plot hole but plot silly that doesn't really make sense because they're like we need to hurry up and get that to there so we can get the stones back to its rightful timeline uh, and do all this and they act like it needs to be done 
ASAP. Yeah. But but then it's not because by the end of the movie, it's revealed obviously they've had time for a funeral and all these sorts of things that need well, to. Well, I guess their theory was if they took it back, then that, they would disappear. Uh, I don't know. But actually, I think they were just concerned about Thanos getting it again. Yeah, no, but that's if they were concerned about Thanos, concerned wouldn't about. it just be like, don't take it to the bus that's in the middle of the battlefield? Take it the fuck that way. <laughs> you know, like. No, but if they got to the van, they could take it out of the timeline. So I, I guess. Would be able to yeah, 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 yeah. I guess. It just felt a little bit silly to race that direct into Thanos' face for something uh, yeah. that didn't need to be done right there and then. But whatever, it's fine. Um, is they start passing around the American football, and amongst all this, we get a couple uh, moments. Like, of course, Spidey swings in, says hello to Tony. Tony gives him a hug. It's very sweet. It's heartwarming, heartbreaking. Uh, My heart grew through it's all, three yeah, sizes. It's, it's, it's all sorts of heart things. Um, that's a great moment. Um, who else do you have uh, popping? Like, you get uh, in amongst Pepper it all. In yeah, the rescue armor. Pe- Pepper showing up in the rescue armor. Um, that was cool. Um I like having it there. Captain Marvel shows up. Uh, well, I'll get to that. In a I was talking about like uh, character moments between one another. <clears throat> uh, Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch uh, pops down and fucks with Thanos for a bit and like, short. And, yeah. and, and says like, "You killed." <laughs> I can't remember what she says. She's like, "You took what I love the most from me." And it's kind of cool. Like Thanos is just like, "I don't even fucking know yeah. you." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was quite funny actually. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think there's any. Oh, you get the Gamora and the uh, the Gamora. Oh yeah, and the, Gamora and uh, the fucking Peter Quill. Or, yeah, Peter Quill thing happening where she like he, Peter sees her and then walks up and then it's like oh goes to give her a hug he or makes whatever and then she kicks him in the balls. Yeah, um, and then that kind of just sets up obviously like Gamora for Guardians three or whatever's going to be happening in the future. But oh, there's that funny throwaway line. I guess like she's like, is that the one you was talking about? And then um, Nebula yeah. says it was either him or a tree. I was like, excuse yeah. me, Drax was there too. And who's to say that Nebula doesn't want to be into Mantis over here? <laughs> Gamora. Uh, Gamora, thank you. It's you fucking... keep getting mixed them up. Well, look, you know, one of them's dead to me and uh, another one's been around for a while. You know what? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Not really. <laughs> one of them's dead. The other one's in Doctor Who. That's the one we care about. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so they pass it all along and... The you know the Valkyrie uh, horse. Oh, she flies in on freaking Pegasus. On... Where'd she get the freaking Pegasus from? I don't care. <laughs> 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 There's my answer to that. I don't fucking care. Imagine uh, they just they've got a stable at New Asgard for Pegasus. Yeah, like I, I, I'm not against them. Like just like retconning or whatever in the background and just be like there were like there were horses in Asgard. How did they know they to go the get ship. the? The new They're Asgardians. Fine. Word of mouth. Oh, I guess Stephen St- Stephen Strange Stephen knows Strange everything. Saw the future, so yeah. he saw the future, so sense. he would know what to to do. Yeah, um, get, get in contact with. That's kind of the excuse for a lot of things. Like, how do all these people get there? How this perket? It's like Doctor Strange saw the future. That is the answer to all of their yeah. our uh, kind of problems here. Uh, yeah, so they're passing along fucking Valkyrie and horse, which is fucking amazing. Uh, so cool. Uh, Peter Parker like swinging off that. Lots of cool scenes. So they're passing along the gauntlet. Oh, yeah. He goes, turn on insta-kill mode. He says on insta-kill mode, the fucking spider things are going crazy. Yeah, Kills everything. Kills everything around him. <laughs> uh, gets rescued. They pass along a whole bunch of people. Eventually ends up really close to 
Uh, oh, Black the, Panther the with his Panther. kinetic energy. Yeah, he's like passing cool. along and it's turning purple, blasting, turning purple, blasting, turn, turning purple, blasting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the first to grab it, I think, off Clint. Yeah, he's the first to gra- yeah. grab it off Clint and, and really go ham for it. Um, and then eventually uh, Thanos, because he's getting his ass fucking handed to him, is, is what? Um, he's like, barrage the missile barrage or, oh, yeah, or whatever right. needs to happen. And then um, what's his name? Uh, Abbas... Ebony Moore. Ebony Moore, thank you. Ebony Moore's like, are you sure? What about our own uh, ships or people or whatever? And then people, Thanos, because yeah. he's losing at this point, is like, uh, just... Don't care. Don't care, just do it. So uh, his ships start barraging the whole fucking planet down below. And everyone's kind of, you know, shields, whatever they can to, of course, take color at, at this current point in time. And then this is where Captain Marvel shows up fucking... Because uh, the ships start shooting off in the distance. They're like, what's it shooting at? And then, of course, Captain Marvel goes through the entire ship, kind of like uh, reminiscent to uh, how she does in um, her own movie, I guess, to the, the ships there at the... Or is it so this one? I can't remember at this point. Um, but she goes through the whole ship, destroys that pretty fucking easy. Yeah. Then comes down, starts going at it with uh, Thanos, who's uh, kind of got his hands somewhat mitts on the the Finney Gauntlet at this point in time. And she's kicking his ass. And the only reason yeah. he manages to hit her halfway across the field is because he... Uh, he yeah, pulls the power stone out. Yeah, I was about to say, of... it's easy to miss somewhat if you're not paying attention, I guess, is that he does pull the power, power stone out and use that to, to be able to hit her across the the room because without that it's like he he was he wasn't yeah. going to win that fight against he's smart he, yeah he's smart but he, he wasn't going to win that uh use that fight for sure um zane gets blasted along and then we get this whole this is the other moment i find a bit silly because uh <laughs> they have dr strange who's all the way down the end of the field basically is how i like to look at it like a, a football field and he's down the end like holding up this wall because this water's like going to be coming because of all the yeah. the fighting that's happening and the tony's tony is like in the middle or something like uh, this huge area mm. and then tony like looks at the, the way they edited it it's like tony looks over at dr strange and then it's cool obviously because Do- dr strange ho- holds up the one finger saying this is that one he's got his iron man one... helmet on i'm sure friday zoomed he in does that at this point though does he he hasn't knocked off i'm pretty sure i'm sure he's got Eye stuff and Whatever. glasses I- i'm not saying it's a big problem i'm just saying i at the time it made me go mm. yeah okay if you don't know what I'm saying, anyone listening or watching, yeah. what I'm saying is that Doctor Strange is so far away that the way they edit it makes it seem like he's only like 10 meters in front of him and holding up the one finger when I'm pretty sure Tony and Doctor Strange are actually fucking with very far, very, very far, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, far away from one another. Nonetheless, it doesn't matter. Holds up the one finger, gives him the like, this telling him this is the one uh, this is the one one, t- one time, one thing. You know what you've got, kind of got to do here. And the Tony goes in, stands up. I mean, it's pretty fucking brave. Like, you know, and he does have his helmet off. I'm picturing it in my head now. He does have his helmet off at this point. Goes in to fight Thanos, uh, puts, pulls in a few punches here and there, and he manages to get the gauntlet. Now, this point, how did you take this? Because I took it as, because it's a nanotech gauntlet, he kind of just absolves yeah, it. Yeah, it's his Iron Man-esque gauntlet. Yeah, so... They connected. Connected, yes. Yeah. St- stole them yes so i took it as he, he, out. he didn't put the gauntlet on it just yeah it, he nanotech it just melded into him you know yeah yeah i saw people online but questioning it i'm like it's nanotech like surely it just melded into him you saw his suit come out of nowhere you yeah, think exactly. you can't make a couple of stones go <laughs> yeah exactly for sure uh so he puts all that on and then of course Thanos turns around and uh, what's that he's like Thanos, i'm Thanos says something like i'm i don't know 
I'm inevitable. I'm inevitable or whatever. Um, and then the best, I love how they have him say it. It's fucking so cool how uh, his Tony's last words, people argue because he has the, the hologram after this, but I'm like, yeah. his last words alive. Uh, I but am. Before snap. Before snap, yeah. Like his big fucking final last words to like fuck you to, to Thanos is, who's been his arch nemesis for all these movies, even though if he didn't know it at the, certain points in time like Thanos has always been this big yeah. thing that he's been afraid of of course he's like I am Iron Man snap and then <clears throat> I assume in his mind his like his snap was Thanos and his minions I guess it's I like guess. how he was I thought when I first saw him like oh he's sending them all back in time but no he's no. just killing all he's, of them he's killing all of them yeah first time Tony's killed I guess yeah no I don't remember. I know what happened to uh, Jeff Bridges. I can't remember. <laughs> it's been a while, <laughs> to be honest. What happened to all the terrorists? Yeah. No, if, I think he killed some of them, to be honest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> First time he's killed in a while. First alien that he's killed, maybe. <laughs> at least five years. Yeah. At least five years. <laughs> yeah, not at least five years. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so then he flicks. They all start fading away. I like how Thanos has like a moment where he, I like to think he's just having every... Like, he kind of sits down. I like to think in his, his, his mind, it's like the biggest disappointment and like him just like, like thinking like, what did I do wrong? Like, you know, like all these thoughts yeah. going through his head and these last moments are just him being like so disappointed in himself and his plan as he uh, fades away. I was like, I was really hoping that it's in his mind that's really fucking with him because he's a dickhead. Mm. Um, and then we cut away, of course, to Tony, who's obviously fucked up. Like his hand, we saw what happened to Thanos, like uh, when he did it, of course, and he got fucked yeah. up, let alone, um, a little itty bit <clears throat> human. Um, and his hands fucked up, side of his face is fucked up, and he, he crawls back into thing. And this this thing, I, this scene is uh utter perfection. I, I I think I'm glad they did it the way they did. I think like I this is where I was, I feel like there were several moments where I got I got teary, not from like sads, but like excitement teary, you know, prior to this. Like the like the people coming out and the lots of cool shots. You know, where like you know, like Han Solo walking onto the Falcon, like excitement here yeah. right that's what i was having prior to this this is where i got emotional like proper crying over this yeah. it's, it's hard not to you've Same. been with a certain character for 11 years 11 years and i feel like they did his uh his passing right like justice justice yeah. yeah um he went out saving everyone he went out uh doing one he went, he went overcoming out, overcoming his, his uh, greatest nemesis his na- greatest nemesis i like how the people they have there like they have uh peter come in peter's really fucking sad i can't i can't handle tom holland being sad between Crying, the way he, yeah. the way he said he is and even infinity war the other fucking day uh and right before i went into watching it even re-watching infinity war when he comes in he's like I don't feel so good i'm like Man. don't like every time you fucking get me i can't handle tom holland Freaking peter in the last <laughs> like hour He's fighting Thanos one time, lose, yeah. and then he gets dusted and he says goodbye to Tony. Tony, yeah. It's dying. Yeah. Comes back, fights Thanos again, and then he has to say goodbye to Tony again. Can't handle it. The other it. way around. Too much feels. Poor. Too much feels. Traumatizing. And now I like how um, Pepper comes in and like, she's not like, I, I like how they didn't write her being like a yelling, like screaming, like, um. She was understanding. She was understanding. Yeah, I, I like how they didn't write her as just the "Why'd you do this to me?" Like, Bob. You know, like she understood that yeah. he just died saving the world. Everybody, everybody. Yeah, and I like how she kind of just holds back Peter 
like knowing what he um meant yeah. to to Tony and like was like just come back here and like let him have a moment. I like how he takes a couple seconds. I like how they edited it together too. And I like how like th- that's another thing I was watching is Yashima cinema was the same. Mine was fucking sold out. They were people were walking up to the counter, the counter, they'll turn away. My fucking cinema was packed, right? And in this particular scene, um th- they have no score. Perfect choice. I love yeah. how I love how they have no score here. They don't try and play with your emotions because they know what the actors are giving you. And this is Robert Downey Jr.'s best uh, performance as Iron Man in this movie, I believe. This is him giving these final all all out, kind of like a uh, Hugh Jackman yeah. in um, uh, Wolverine, of in course. Logan. Logan. Um, this is him giving his his last hurrah, and like he's a uh, fucking his performance here with the writing and everything. That's that's enough to do you emotionally yeah. wise. And they leave out the score. And my cinema packed crickets like everyone's just you could tell everyone's just attached to the screen just like crying around you you could you could tell everyone's just losing it around you yeah in my cinema unfortunately one woman uh, like had like a squeak you know when he she was trying to hold it in yeah she was trying to hold it in and then a squeak and then giggling at people oh really giggling at her squeaking yeah you know mine was just it was still emotional it was just yeah yeah great scene Absolutely great scene. Um, it's weird to say great scene when someone's dying, but nonetheless, great scene. Yeah. Um, so then we go to his funeral. Uh, oh, yeah. do you reckon? Mm-hmm. Do you reckon Robert Downey Jr. is going to get an Oscar push? Uh, no. Uh, no, hold on, hold on. Oscar push from the studio? Yes. Will he get a nomination? No. So that's no. Yeah. Uh, do I think he deserves one? I don't know because we're only in the fourth month of the year. So I feel like it's way too yeah. early to say. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I'll, it's I'll, early. I'll also, as much as I think it's a really great performance, it doesn't stand out to me as much as Patrick Stewart or Hugh Jackman from Logan. If I'm going to compare it, like I think it's a fantastic performance, yeah. but it doesn't stand out like that much. But then, but is it like a uh, the uh, Glenn Close nomination? Yeah, I feel like here's the thing: people would be as uh, best supporting actor. You would think. Thank you. I was going to say Marvel. If you want to come to us and ask for advice, do not push him for lead actor. If he was going to put take it on an Academy Road, take it as a supporting actor, and then you increase your chances by one percent, maybe or something. Like that. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, I think there's, there's definitely no shortage of supporting actors in anything. Yeah, I, I I just feel like if they push for lead actor, that's just an automatic not going to happen. A bit too um, far. Yeah, supporting actor, they might be able to to get somewhere, but we'll have to see. I'll get. I think it'll get some some awards. Love at the end of the year. I feel. I feel hundred. Maybe not like the big ones, but yeah, some, yeah, maybe no, some I agree ones. with that. It will get it will get awards from. It won't get Academy Awards. It'll get awards from other out, outlets and stuff. Outlets, yeah, yeah, yeah for, for, for sure. Like we could at the end of year give him best supporting actor in our awards. For all we know, yeah, best performance of the year, possibly, possibly. Who, Who knows? knows? I'm saying, but Oscar, no, nah. best Robert Downey Jr. performance of the year. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> we can get whatever awards we want. Maybe we can do what we want. Yeah, that's right. Uh, stay tuned to explosionnetwork.com for our awards. Uh, so at the funeral, uh, which is at this oh, cabin, uh, still emotional, of course, you're coming off the other scene, seeing all these people together. It's the first time we've actually seen a proper death in the MCU. You know what a I mean? A funeral, yeah. Like a proper... Like, oh, yeah. Death count two. Yeah. <laughs> death count two. It's, yeah, it's the first time we've actually seen a pro- like a proper really big eventful death to the point that they've actually shown the the funeral and everything. Like, because it's yeah. been such a a big thing, and how, how do you feel like the because they're rare? Well, somewhat they show no, that's not true. They did um, Peggy's funeral. 
how do you feel about the funeral though? Because uh, they were like shot that? it with the, like uh, the camera obviously is like left, right, left, right, you know, kind of weaving its way up the, uh, the thing here. Yeah, it was fine. It was, it was good. Got to see everybody. Obviously everybody's back except mm-hmm. Natasha. So, but there was one person. Yeah. I was going to say that I was like, <laughs> there's no way. Here's what I'm going to say. If you're out there telling people that you were sitting in the cinema and you was like, Oh yes, I know exactly who that is. Bullshit! You're fucking lying. No one knew who this fucking. The only was. way you could know is if you read the stories beforehand. beforehand. That said he was going exactly. to be in the film because I no fucking. No, way. there was apparently there was casting news prior to its release that okay. he was filming something for the movie. Okay. So if you don't know what we're talking about, there was a kid near the end of the line, or a teenager, I suppose, a teenager near the uh, the end of the line who the camera stops on for a second. Uh, he's behind. Uh, Bucky and people, I think. Like he's just after them. I, I think. think so. Like, I can't remember. Can't exactly. remember exactly. But yeah, you're watching. And you're like, you know who this is. You know who everyone is. And then they show this random teenage kid, and you go, "Who the fuck is that?" Are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, yeah. the first thing I googled once I left the theater, uh, well, I messaged you to see who could reply yeah. first, you or Google. Um, and you both kind of replied at the same time because I was worried Google because it wasn't out in America yet would actually have the answer so yeah. I was like maybe you'd know but I, I found it either IMDB way. man IMDB man actually had the answer um, it is the kid from Iron Man 3 which when I found out I was like yeah I like it uh, yeah I, I can um, appreciate I guess they there. kept in touch yeah I, I can appreciate you can fanfic that they meant more to each other than they actually know and like I, I think he's an important part of Tony's story as much as everyone hates that movie yeah um, I don't hate Iron Man three as much as uh, the internet does. I think it's actually one. I think Iron Man three. I think it's one I need to rewatch. I don't think I've seen it since, since the, cinema. the cinema. Yeah. Well, the reason everyone hates it, well, hot, not a hot, cold take. The reason everyone hates it is because the internet says to hate it. Is what I like to believe. It's one of those ones. <laughs> the, the reason a lot of people didn't like it when it came out, like comic book fans didn't like it, was because of the villain changes. Obviously, but then the amount of people that hate it. I think like just piled on because there was already a, a hate train, but I do believe like the core story of that movie, which is about Tony um, dealing with uh, PTSD coming out of uh, Avengers, Avengers, and like uh, that core story was a really interesting turn to make the next movie following Avengers. Also, and I really appreciated that because it was like a lot smaller tale, and it was like yeah, he went all the way up into fucking uh, space or another realm, uh, nearly fucking died. Um, you know what I mean? Like it was really like, yep. Let's actually ask the question: How would a human deal with that? Um. So, and then obviously that kid was uh really important to him to help him uh, get get back on his feet. You know, and that was a, that was yeah. an important point of the Iron Man uh, mythos. So sure, I'm sure if we had have gotten an Iron Man four, he would have been in it. Sure. I don't think he's anything important. Like uh, when I no. uh, when I was googling him, him today to see if more people were writing about him because obviously he's out in America now. Uh, I saw these like random fucking headlines like, "Is the fucking like is he going to be Iron Man?" I'm like, no. Like he, he's just no. He's, he's I don't think he's being set up to be anything to do with future films. I think he's just there as a callback to Iron Man three and to be like, "Hey, remember this kid? He was an important part of Tony's story. He's there. Sure, why not?" It, it kind of just proves attention to detail, like wrapping up Tony fine it's not anything bigger than it needs to be uh another thing that i thought was funny and worth pointing out here is they they do quickly like have it's like um you see um uh agent whatever the fucking name is is over in the corner and then um nick fury marie hill marie hill thank you yeah and then uh nick fury just turns around on the patio 
no line or anything in the entire movie. It just turns around. It's like, just in case you're wondering, mm. yes, he was also brought back to life, but uh, <laughs> zero lines. I would assume they shot lines of him and it just got cut from the movie because it's like, are you really going to pay fucking Samuel L. Jackson to come on scene to just literally turn uh, film a scene where he just turns around? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah, sure. It was like the day before they started shooting Captain Marvel. I don't think that's like, how Can you come to set for a sec? I don't think that's how it works. Exactly. But it's fine. Um, yeah. So then we got the, uh, I guess it's the, the epilogue, ep- epilogue you could call it. I just say the scene with Happy and the daughter? That was touching, yeah. What do you want? If they're setting up- Cheeseburgers. If they're setting up anyone to be like I'm in down the line again, I would say it's that girl. Maybe they would have to do another time know. jump. Obviously, they. I don't think they so. could do yeah, a ten years time jump. I mean, like ten years from now, like literally ten yeah. hour, hour years, like callback or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Like I'm, I'm. I feel like that's the only way they could do something kind of meaningful. But I don't think they'll go down that road. I don't think so either. But I'm, I'm saying, if I had to choose between her or Iron Man three kid, I would say her in ten years. <laughs> it's not Iron Man three kid. Uh, yeah, that was touching. It's like you know your daddy. Uh, your daddy like what was it? It was like ice cream or some, uh, Smarties or cheeseburgers. Cheese- oh, cheeseburgers! Thank you. It's like your daddy like cheeseburgers. Call back to and, like and, him coming back from mm-hmm. being in captivity or whatever. Yeah. And then um, he's like, "I'll get you all the cheeseburgers." You're like, "Yeah, it was good." Uh, so then we get the epilogue stuff. Uh, a whole bunch of scenes of kind of wrapping up. I feel like uh, I'll say for a couple of these things, I feel like they definitely would have normally been after credits scenes. Um, and I think the reason they were put. And they just decided to make this like 15, 20 minute epilogue instead of having like two after credit scenes or like four after credit scenes is because they were committed to the no after credits scene um, thing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, No, I think they just wanted it to be the movie. I don't, I think that it worked. It was fine. I have no problem with it. I just feel like some of this yeah, stuff. I don't think they like, would have worked as after credit scenes. I feel like if they took the Thor thing and put because then up, they're not part of the actual movie, and I feel like they needed to be part of the actual movie. Do they? Because only the fucking Ant Man thing that's so important to this is not the credit scene. Um, uh, oh, the, no. Well, uh, not specifically that. I'm thinking of the three or well, two main sections of this. Oh, I'm not thinking about ending. them. I'm thinking about like Thor getting onto Guardianship. That could have been an after credit scene. Yeah. Uh, T'Challa no. scene looking over Wakanda. Could have been after credits. These things that kind of tease what's to come. The the things you're thinking about are definitely main uh, main story. But anyway, we'll, we'll run for them. Uh, so we get to see Clint return to his family, presumably raising up his daughter to be the next uh, Hawkeye. He he calls her Hawkeye uh, straight away in the, at the beginning, at the beginning yeah. of the movie. I feel like I don't know. They seem to be all the things seem to be pushing Kate Bishop as a thing. So we'll see. Why not both? <laughs> Team Hawkeye. Take that. It gets confusing Take already. That. It's a, it's already confusing with two people getting called Hawkeye at the same time. Yeah, um, we get to see a shot of Scott, uh, Scott with Hope and um, his daughter. Old Cassie. Uh, yeah. Older Cassie, yeah. Just chilling there. Nothing. Uh, T'Challa is seen overlooking you now what looks to be upgraded Wakanda, right? It looks like a it's moved. I, yeah, I wasn't sure what that was. Yeah, it, so. I took it as Wakanda. I took it that's been upgraded. I took it as um, Okoye... Okay, I can never say her fucking name. Um, because t- she would have yeah. been she's running Wakanda for five years, right? So you, you got to remember. Is she? I pr- I presume that she was running Wakanda, yeah, because she's second. What if? Hey, there's a new king. No, fuck that. 
No, just leave it and just say that she was running Wakanda with what people were left. That's all I need to... Um, either way, I, I think they were overlooking a new Wakanda, like an upgraded Wakanda, because obviously it's five years later, so like... The, yeah. Whatever. Uh, Peter returns to school. He's seen with um, Ned yeah. uh, running back into it. I think they're, they're just going to throw a big cloth over yeah, all of his friends and say that they were all dusted, so Peter's age is still the same as all of them. As everybody that's else. That's a very quick and yeah. easy explanation for the potential age problem. Doesn't matter. That's an easy explanation, I feel. Um, then you got Thor uh, leaving Valkyrie uh, in, char- uh, in charge of New Asgard, uh, saying that she's yep. now going to be the queen. Hashtag Slay Queen. And then uh, he gets on the ship with uh, the Guardians and we see a quick shot of Peter Quill looking over computer screen, which you, if you read backwards, says searching and it's got a picture of Gamora. So pretty much sets up uh, Guardians 3 is going to be about them searching for Gamora. No? I think he's just in hope. I don't think Gamora is showing up in the next Guardians. You don't reckon? Full stop? No. Yeah, full stop. After credits? How? What do you mean how? She's out there somewhere. No, she's not. Yes. She died with the soul stone. No, the new Gamora. No, she got, I assume she got clicked out of existence. The last time we saw her, she was kneeing him in the nuts. And then that was the only time we saw her. I know. Then why, why wouldn't Nebula just say where she was? Maybe Nebula, I don't because like, we have a very quick scene and Nebula doesn't really have time. I don't, I don't know. I presume that she ran off somewhere because she doesn't. Okay, and that the maybe that, that I mean Tony was just sort of yeah. It wasn't explained exactly what what Tony did. Yeah, so. we don't know. I, I, it's pos. It is possible. Saying it's that's how I took it. Right, that's how I'm talking. And you know how much she I jumped said, on you know, one of those other ships that came out of nowhere. Maybe. And you know how much she I was a bunch of spaceships that came in as well. <laughs> yes. So. You know how much I with Infinity War was like they can't bring Gamora back to life because it kind of ruins the emotional impact it has between the sacrifice, um, yeah. sacrifice that uh, our bad guy actually had to make. Um, and them having an alternate version running around, I'm not sold on, but I'm definitely more okay with that than say actually bringing her back to life from the Soul Stone sacrifice because I think that kind of defeats. Yeah. that thing but i feel like having a uh, an alternative timeline one running around i'm like i guess you know I what know. i mean like i'm, I'm i guess uh, isn't that kind of cliche it is a you bit know, cliche you for the exact same person except it's not yeah I, I don't like the idea of cool just running around and being like you're the same exact person you should fall back in love with me i'm like that's not really how it works yeah. um anyway we'll see uh, they have a whole bit of a funny banner, of course back forth but who's in charge yeah. of the of the any, all of these that's the one that i felt was most setting up Future Another time, movie. future. Yes, that's that's Which, why I was saying if, this one felt things, the most. If if Disney hadn't fucked things up, Guardians would be next year, probably. Maybe. This is what I was saying before about this felt like after credits. So so I break it. The part with him talking to Valkyrie feels like epilogue. The part of him in the ship having the banter backwards and forwards with Peter feels like after credits uh, setting up another movie, which is typical end credit stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like I, mm, I, I, I kind guess. of break the scene. I feel like the only reason it's left part of that scene is because they don't want end credit scene, which I'm fine with. I love how... Oh, we'll, get, we'll get to that sec. I love how there's no end credit scene. Uh, of course, the, the biggest thing uh, of all the epilogue wrapping up is Captain America, the Hulk, and um, Falcon, and uh, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier Bucky, Bucky uh, all sitting around, and they send Captain America on his trip to return. All the stones are right for place, plus he takes Mjolnir uh, as well. 
along for the trip. He uh, he says goodbye to everyone, gives them a hug. At, at the time, I remember thinking, this is a bit weird. Like, he's giving everyone a bit too big of a, a goodbye, considering he'll be back in five fucking seconds. Like, calm the hell down. Well, you never, well for him, it's going to be a long time. I, oh, yeah, true. I, I guess you're right. You would assume. Yeah, you're, you're right, I guess, yeah. Um, so then he goes through the portal. And he disappears, and then Hulk's like, five, four, three. I think it's like a ping system or something like that. I don't really understand it. Anyway, when Hulk presses the button to have Captain America come back through, he doesn't actually appear back through. Hulk thinks he's obviously broke something and starts, like, pressing around on buttons and things. Yeah. And then um, Bucky's, like, spots uh, someone sitting on a bench behind them, and then he sends Falcon over to look at who's on the bench, and it's revealed to be old man Steve Rogers just chilling out on the bench. Um. Mm. He then uh, talks to uh, Sam, explains, you know, he's like, oh, I had a good time. He asks about the wedding ring on Steve's hand. He's like, he's like, you going to tell me about that? And I like how he's just like, no, don't think I will. Like, <laughs> like keeping a bit yep. to himself. Uh, he unwraps the package, hands Sam the, the shield, of course, passing over the torch of the Captain uh, America mantle. Some form of I don't know if we'll he'll actually take the name, but none, no, nonetheless yeah. he gives him the shield, kind of like he um, Sam does take over as the as Captain America in the comics at, at some stages, as did Bucky. Yep. So people Recently. we we weren't sure which one would actually end up being the one that took over when Steve eventually left. Yeah, but it does turn out to be Sam. And then the film, of course, then fades to a scene of nineteen uh, seventies looks by the car that goes past. I guess it was kind of like what I was judging of, or it could be fifties or forties actually. The car that goes past, nonetheless, whatever. Uh, alternate timeline. He's with Peggy. He's getting that last dance that he always talked about, which I thought was a oh, bitter, a bittersweet, sad, uh, happy ending. Yeah, I took it. That's the thing. It's like it's sad because it, it's happy sad is what I mean. I'm not saying like sad sad. I'm saying like it's happy sad, obviously. Um, and it, it's such a good wrap up to his story. I I thought for him to get finally after everything he's fucking been through to finally get to live out uh, a life that he always wanted with the girl that he always loved. I think it's but happy. I think it's a happy ending. Wouldn't technically him going into back in time yeah, to then set off an alternate timeline? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's just let's just pause before we get into that quickly. The ending okay. as it stands. As it stands, I love it. I don't care that it doesn't work within the rules. Yes, I, I love it. It makes me happy. I feel like it's a perfect yeah. ending to Cap's character as well. I'm glad they didn't kill him as well as just for the sake of like killing him. They I mean, give him a happy ending. I feel like he deserved it. Um I wasn't sure if Bucky or Sam would get it with the the mantle passing. I wanted Bucky to get it just because I like him more. I find him as a more interesting character. Um, I'm okay with Sam getting it. I don't really care either yeah. way too much. Um, I feel like the reason he wouldn't give it to Bucky, like I started fanficking in my mind, is because he's just I like... I think it's just whoever came through, out first. I, I just, I, I think he was just like, he's been through enough fucking shit. Like, yeah. I, I just feel like he would be like, not forcing... You don't You don't need this burden. You don't well. need this burden. It's like, he knows this younger guy's got it in him to do it. Yeah. Either way, I don't really fucking care who got the mantle, to be honest, uh, too much. Um... Yes, it's all happy. It's all sad. All right, so yeah. getting into the timeline thing, this is a fanfic fix for me, and I don't have every answer. But the only way it makes sense within the rules that they set for him to be back on that bench is if he time travels back still after living out full age. Now, you, the question that, that then comes up after that is, well, if he time travels back, why doesn't he appear back at the portal? And then in my mind, the fanfic is maybe he traveled back and appeared at one of the older portals. Maybe he appeared in 
the van, maybe he, uh, anything, insert answer here. But the, the only way- Oh, yeah. There's like, hmm. there's like fan- so, he, so what he, yeah. So he did time travel back, just not at the time. Yes. So what I'm saying- I think he would have. What I'm saying is he time traveled back. He dropped off all the stones. He dropped off Melnier. And then when so he got- So this entire time he's been living in an alternate timeline. Yeah. And then when he got when he got back to that last alternate timeline, he dropped off the last stone. He went and met up with Peggy and he lived out the remainder of his life until 2011. Fuck, I don't even know. Whatever year that we know that Pe- uh, Peggy- uh, passes away in um, that we know he lived like recently. Yeah, like it's only a few years ago, a couple of years before the time they're in now. Well, they're in two thousand twenty-three or four now. Te- weird, which is oh, yeah, which is true. weird to think about because usually the Marvel timelines always been the current year that yeah, we're now. actually in, but now they're actually ahead of us in their current timeline. So yeah, in the future from now, they're on. in the future from now. Yeah. Um. So he lived out the remainder of his life in an alternate timeline with Peggy. Now the the thing that people um. The, the thing that people bring up with this is, well, if he's living out alternate timeline, why would it's against Captain America's character to sit back and not help out with the world's problems? To which I say, no, it's not, because he knows everything that's happening. He knows his, it, it's he's like the things, the, the things that happen have to happen for other things to happen. You know what I mean? Like you, it's time. You can't fuck yeah. with it. And he's willing to fuck with it with the Peggy thing. But in my mind, I'm just fan thinking as he explains to Peggy, he lives his life out in secret with her. He doesn't care that's in secret because he's got his life with Peggy. Uh, there's another Captain America running around in this alternate universe doing all the things he did, getting frozen in time, getting frozen for 40 years, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he just gets to yeah. sit back, relax, and he's earned his rest. Um, and I think that's... It's weird that no one notices... Well, I guess maybe they do notice him in that timeline. I don't think uh, enough people know what... I mean... Well, I guess he's dyed his hair. He's, he's more of a brunette this time. I feel so. like he could change enough of his look. Plus, he was wearing the mask back then when everyone knew him. Plus, this would be like the 50s That's true. through to the whatever time. I don't feel like enough people know his face. And it would have been like all over TV, especially with yeah, the mask and stuff. I feel like he can fanfic it. But the, yeah, the, the, the thing, the biggest problem is the way they edit it in the movie is they make it... Makes it It seem- makes it seem like he lived out... He traveled back in a straight line timeline mm. and then lived out life in that... Which would work within what we know of the characters because Peggy did marry. Yeah, it would work, but it doesn't married. work in the timeline... Yeah. In the time travel It wouldn't travel work within the time travel dynamics they've set yes, up in the film. exactly. So I'm fanficking it and saying that he lived out his life in the parallel universe and then when Peggy eventually passed away... Um, he came back. He came back, and then yeah, was on that bench. Now, yeah, as I said, the only problem is why does he show up at the thing? And I'm fan thinking it again and saying that he popped up at a he, different machine it, it, or a his, different place. His or thing was really old, so Buggy, you know it wasn't sure. It didn't work as well. Whatever, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that—that's my fanfic action. For dramatic effect, that's what it was. Yeah, that's that's how I'm dramatic effect. <laughs> that's how I'm choosing to <laughs> to fix that one all up. Uh, all right. That is uh, the, the end of uh, Captain America. I mean, sorry, Avengers Endgame. Uh, a couple of last things to go over before we... Uh, I really like the uh, credits. Did you yes. sit through the... Yeah, I, I sat yeah. through to the, the normal rolling credits. Um, I thought it was a really nice touch to have everyone's signature appear on screen. For the main yeah. six. Yeah. For the main six. I thought that was that was an, a very nice touch for sure. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, any other random tidbits? 
that you can uh, think of. And then if you can't think of any random tidbits off the top of your head, what would you say your like your favorite moments of the film? Are? Like go for five or three or whatever, like uh, moments, shots, lines, however you want to define it. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah, obviously Captain America holding the hammer. Um, them killing Thanos right at the beginning because mm-hmm. that was so shocking. Uh, all the women doing coming together at that one shot that was pretty cool um yeah i can't think of too much else hell hydra obviously mm-hmm. that was awesome and yeah i guess the tony dying i guess yeah it's, you're, an you're, iconic moment yeah, yeah. yeah i was gonna say uh yeah so my and peter hugging him yeah yeah mine would be uh the hell hydra because it's just like holy that's fucking hilarious yeah. um <laughs> My favorite shot is the one you was just talking about, like single frame that I'd love as a wallpaper when it's released is the old girl, uh, a team, a force, yeah, uh, yeah, a force, uh, like old girl, uh, shot because it's fucking badass as old fuck. Plus, my girl hopes there, um, and my girl Valkyrie, and um, badass, <laughs> a lot of girls there, <laughs> yeah. So, I was fucking, I, I, come on, we all know, hopes the, hope's the best character in the MCU, um, kick all their asses uh no that's probably my favorite frame like you know what i mean like yeah. not like a shocking moment but like if i could just freeze frame that shot of them just all walking like badass motherfuckers and i'll just have that as my wallpaper because it's a fantastic uh shot yeah great powerful moment yeah m- moment that you know fuck yeah girl power it's moment. fan servicey but that's fine it's fan servicey yeah but at the same time it's 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 literally a second that's going to make all uh, a bunch of young girls like sitting there in the cinema going fuck you, like fuck yeah and we're still not at a point where we have a heap of solo uh female superhero movies so i feel like a, yep. a fan servicey moment uh that's like empowering for for young girls is great and then for people like me who uh, <laughs> uh on board with that uh on board and love some of those characters it's like a a great moment especially because we you know we've had our great shots of all the male heroes where you're like fuck yeah that's a wallpaper that looks fucking epic as fuck like all the way back into the the first uh avengers and like the, even shots of the three of them fighting in the forest and stuff like some of those really epic shots like you could you could you could freeze and stuff i'm like that's probably my favorite single frame of the movie yeah um tony tony dying uh of course uh uh the my leftovers moment is actually probably one of, one of my favorite moments yeah just to just to get that just so i knew that they they understood that they needed to slow down the movie just for a second just to, just a just a split second to to get somewhere along along the the, the, the road here um, and then, yeah, the, the opening, Thanos, just because that was like probably the, that was actually probably the most shocking moment of the movie. I, d- I did not see that coming. Just yeah. the head gone. Didn't see it coming <laughs> at all. So <laughs> Head gone. Head yeah, gone. Was... Didn't, didn't see it coming at all. <laughs> um, and then where does this, if you don't have an exact spot yet, because obviously we're only uh, yeah. four, five days, whatever when we watch it. We're only a few days out from watching it. Uh, where would you yeah. rank it roughly, do you reckon, in your MCU ranking? Top three, at least. Mm-hmm. maybe even one but yeah Fair. it's pretty high yeah but it's it's hard because it relies so much on infinity war and every movie that came before i don't it think as that well, matters because so you're comparing it, it to feels a bit cheating yeah you're comparing so. it to its other movies and that's like saying that like yeah civil war doesn't work without all the other movies winter soldier doesn't work that's without true. captain america uh guardians you know like all the sequels and that, stuff that was the other thing that i wanted to ask do you think this justifies the ending of Infinity War? 
Because obviously when you came out in Infinity War, you're like, oh, they're going to rectify it. They're just going to change it as like all the, everybody's going to come back. It's going to be fine. Do you feel like this is just, this makes up for that? Yes and no. Only because, have you read the thing where they said that originally that was going to make the, the opening of this movie and that was just going to end the Finley War? Fin- that was originally going to end the Finley War with Snap, right? And that was never going to have yeah. the, the aftermath. And then they wanted a bigger cliffhanger for it and then they decided to end on the actual, like, people fading away and stuff. Okay. Um, I feel like looking at the movies now and kind of, if I could edit them into my own two-part watching thing... I would much rather end the first one on the snack because I uh, snack the snap because I feel I still feel like that's obviously a huge cliffhanger. No, no, not in context of the cinema release any year ago. I'm saying if I was to watch them back to back now and be like, where would I edit part one before I could like go fuck yeah, I'm gonna refill my drink before getting into part two. I would do my own edit for home watching at, at the snap. Right okay. now, looking at them in the the context of the cinema releases, yes, I understand why they. Because if that, ha- I will say, if that happened, people would freaking riot in the cinema. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I understand. Yeah, I'm not yeah. arguing why they they changed it. I, I just mean with having both movies yeah. in front of me, if I could edit it there, I would. If uh, for no reason, obviously, then I just feel like once you have the whole context, that you don't care so much about the cliffhanger. It's just like, oh, that's a cool ending. I feel. Um, yeah, I get the context. I'm. I feel like it's just double edged sword, right? Yeah, it it, it is the thing. Like I, I still feel like I, I, like looking at the whole package. I feel like they didn't completely uh, fuck up everything that they did in Infinity War that I was afraid that they'll do because uh, Gamora technically is still dead. Obviously, uh, Vision still dead. Uh, some of the deaths that I really didn't want them to bring back because obviously we knew that everyone that was dusted was going to come back. So I'm glad they didn't revert on that stuff. Um, but yeah, I just feel like it's a, it's a cheap, cheap cliffhanger, but I don't know how else you do it is the problem. Double-edged sword. I don't know how you fix it. I don't know how you, you do it without it not being cheap. Um, but yeah, I I feel like now that we've got both films in front of us, I can just kind of go, I'm more okay with it, you know, because we've got the part two and you can kind of look at them now. Thinking about it, maybe if they actually stuck to just calling it Infinity War part one and part two. Because they made such a big deal about being like, nah, they're two separate movies. They're not even like at, at any, you know, yeah. like they did this whole thing. Whereas maybe if it was called part one and he was like, okay, but, it's part of the same story. But they made a huge deal about saying that was completely di- different. I don't know how much that would Yeah, I don't it. know if Infinity War 2 part two would be a good name for this film though. Probably not, no. Yeah. I, no. No, I, yeah, that's it. A double-edged sword. Du- yeah. A double-edged sword. I, yeah. I understand. I understand fully now. And I appreciate it uh, where they decided to edit. Now that I've seen the full two movie uh, deal, I'm glad that they only they didn't bring back the ones that they they killed, like Loki and the uh, uh, yep. Vision, all those pe- those people. That's because I was worried that I was going to revert some of that too, and that that was what was worrying me the most. Like, how far were they going to revert? Obviously, everyone that's dusted was yep. going to come back. We knew that somehow, one way or another. Um, but yeah, I just feel like it's a cheap cliffhanger, but it has to be a cheap cliffhanger. And that's just how it is. Yeah. So it's one of those like shrug. Okay. I don't hate it now, yep. but at the same time, I don't love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the and best the I got thing, for you. Are you surprised the death count was so low? Because everybody was sort of building it up no. prior that everybody's going to die. No, what are we watching Game but- of Thrones over here? No. I expected, uh, I expected 
I didn't. Well, hold on. I didn't know if I was going to die or just like retire. But I expected both Cap and Iron Man to be done with this movie. Um, yeah. The only surprising one was uh, Black Widow. Yeah, that was the only surprise. Um, I didn't know if Cap would well, die. It was a surprise Iron Man until would they were, were going where they were going. Yeah, it was a surprise <laughs> until we was actually watching the movie. Yeah, but it's like I didn't know if Cap. I, I didn't know if Cap and um, Iron Man would be reversed. But I, I definitely going into the movie was like these two are done. It's some way or fashion they're yeah. done. Just how they get there, don't know. Kill more? No, there's no way they're killing more. It's, it's, they, they, they can't kill characters willy-nilly. They, they can't. I can't. Oh, they could have killed um, War Machine. Yeah, I, I still wish they killed him in Civil War. I still wish he should have died in Civil War to add a bit more um, like an actual loss of that battle, but that's a whole different topic. Although him and uh, Nebula had that nice moment because they're both... Yeah, uh, robots or somewhat metal machines, I guess. Yeah. Modified. Helped or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. Any final thoughts, I guess? No. No? No, yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah, that was everything I got. That was it. Thank you for uh, joining us on this very long... Wait, are we going to talk about the future of the... Oh, we can. Marvel? Yeah, we can if you want. Can? We can if you want to. Because I, I, the thing that I thought of as soon as mm-hmm. Cap didn't show up at that time thing, I'm like, damn, they're going to do Kang the Conqueror? This is like <laughs> a time-traveling bad guy. He's going to pop up right there. That would have been cool. But no. I'll say, here's, here's my my two cents on the, the future of the Marvel franchise. I wish we wasn't getting any Marvel movies for at least a year. That's how I feel. We might not. We're getting I mean, Spider-Man later this year. Yeah, Spider-Man. And then we're getting other the Vampire than that, Nothing thing. else is in production at the moment. The Vampire so. thing of Jared Leto's out. You're like, oh, that's not... That doesn't that's not, count. That's, not that's the freaking it, Sony side. Isn't it? Isn't it technically still part of the same universe now? Nobody cares. Either way, we're getting Spider-Man straight away, which I think uh, I know. doesn't ruin this movie. But I think that's like the proper epilogue. This is that's the epilogue of this season. I, you know how we're always on it's about interesting. Su- know yeah. how we're always on about superhero fatigue and stuff. Yeah, what will give superhero fatigue is not allowing a movie like Endgame uh, its room to breathe. Because a movie like this, such a huge blockbuster, epic fucking thing, right? A world phenomenon. You should take a year off. No Marvel movies. This is it. This is the ending. And they really try to say it's the ending. No after credit scenes. No teasers of what's to come. Nothing. This is the end. Of course, we know there's going to be more to come. But if the next movie that arrives is a couple months later, which it is, Spider-Man, I feel like it's just like, let it breathe. Let 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 the end of the chapter... Brave. Do you know how many years we had between Star Wars? You know what I mean? Like Star Wars has been going on for fucking million years. It was like 18, yeah. 18 years between the, the different trilogies and these sorts of things. It's like they had way too long to breathe. All I'm asking for is just a year, you know, of nothing. Because we're so used to two to three yeah. fucking Marvel movies a year at this point. Just just a year of nothing. Just yeah. let, So let, in hindsight, they should have pushed Spider-Man back. They should have pushed Spider-Man. Yes. Or released it prior to this. It, whatever you wanted to do. Depending on where it's set, which we don't. Wait, know. if they were, if 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 Sony and Marvel were like, we really want to put out a Marvel uh, Spider-Man sequel in two thousand and nineteen, they should have, in that process, like changed like, whatever the story should have been changed to fit it in prior to this or whatever, and Endgame should have released, know. and then that should have been it, and we shouldn't have any Marvel movies until uh, two thousand late two thousand twenty, at the earliest. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to get another one. From Marvel Studios. Yeah, okay. 
for at least maybe 18 months after. I hope not. I think this needs room to, yeah, it just needs room to breathe. It needs room to broth. Because <laughs> we got we got Black Widow, which they've only, they're still casting. So I don't know how far along that is, really. Well, the next thing out from Marvel will be the TV shows, I think, surely, if anything. Yeah. And how are you going to do that? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. How, how is the WandaVision show meant to happen without the Vision? <sighs> prequel. It's all prequels. What, it's going to be set during the, the romance? Yeah, well, they, between... t- they had two years between uh, Civil War and Infinity War. This is, to be fair, but this is something we can theorize somewhere else, but yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah... I, the future of the MCU is I don't really want to know at this point, to be honest. Um, and where they go after that, I hope that... Here's what... Let's boil it all there. I don't want any Marvel movies anytime soon. And I want Kevin Feige and everyone at, that's involved in production at Marvel to go sit in their boardroom office or take a holiday first. Fucking take six months off. Do what you need to do. And then once they're done, come back, get an office, get in a boardroom together and say, hey, we've got all these Fox properties now and plan out properly... What, some, you know, I, I don't mean to the finer details, but roughly pl- plan out the next, uh, whatever you want to call it, next phase days. or phases uh, somewhat and go, here's where we'll introduce X-Men. Here's where we'll do this. Here's where we'll do this. I think they just need to take a step back and not rush it because the uh, the intertwining of their story and their cinematic storytelling has only really reached its full potential, I think, in like the last five years where they've got a lot better of intertwining characters and stories and um, you know what I mean? It doesn't just feel like uh, cameo crossover, cameo crossover type stuff. It actually feels like an yep. intertwined proper universe. And that's why I think they just need to take the time to do some planning with the new characters and what the new villain wants to be. And if they want to set up the next villain to be a 10 year long um, thing, once again, like Thanos, like if you want to set up um, either Dr. Doom, I think they should do Dr. Doom next personally. If that's, that's who my personal pick would be, get Dr. Doom. Get that shit fixed. Get him in. What, the Fantastic Four? Yes, get the Fantastic Four set up and uh, get Doctor Doom set up as the next uh, Long Kong villain. I think... I, I, this whole thing, but... Fantastic Four movie. Uh, introduce. Introduce Doctor Doom. Have Doctor Doom lose. Have Doctor Doom run off somewhere else like he does in the comics. And then eventually you want Doctor Doom to slowly come back what? in, uh, get a bunch of villains into his secret team and then make that the big next... Uh, storyline and then after you do dr doom you do um the planet eater oh fuck galactus thank you sorry galactus <laughs> yes. yeah i think Galactus. everyone wants galactus next i think galactus is uh proper galactus yeah proper galactus i yeah i think do someone like dr doom just someone a bit smaller you know or something like that i know but, uh, i feel like it's another five six years before we see another avengers movie yeah, I don't want another Avengers movie because be the, stuff, the, yeah. the problem with doing such a movie like Endgame is it's so big that you can't yeah. do a smaller Avengers movie now. But they don't need to yeah. do Avengers because they've proven between Civil War and all these other movies that you can just have cro- characters cross over and, and other movies and just have like duo films and you know what I mean? Like just uh, co-op, co-op character movies and, mm. and stuff like you had Hulk and Thor and Ragnarok. You had uh, Civil War. That's a Captain America movie. Like they've, they've proven the, a concept. Yeah, but I think they just need planning. And a break, and a proper like. Yeah. This is the end of a trip. This is the end of an era. Like everyone, just chill the fuck out for a little bit, you know. Chill. Thank you for joining us on <laughs> this review discussion <laughs> and uh, whatever the fuck this was. Uh, long ass, our longest probably ever. I would probably say. Is this longer than the film? Uh, it is now. I think yeah, just 
We just, yes. we just went over. It's continuing, Alf. <laughs> Theme. Hope you figure out when you can take your bathroom breaks. <laughs> it's a podcast. You take us in with you. Um, you can, of <laughs> course, head on over to explosionnetwork.com if you want to read Ash's spoiler-free review. You know what his spoiler thoughts are. Check out what his spoiler-free reports are. Explosionnetwork.com. You can follow Ash on Twitter at Ashley Hobley, A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-B-L-E-Y. You can head on over to explosionnetwork.com to read my article about Thor and why I have some issues with him, which you heard in this. Um, if you made it through that, thank you. For listening to me thank you <laughs> i know ash only wants me to talk about uh the, the punchings and the superheroes don't, the like, good stuff don't make people turn off with surface your, level stuff don't, yeah don't make people turn off with the your funny crap, stuff. crap dealing yeah uh you can read that explosion network.com you can follow me on twitter <laughs> at vivo deal v-i-v-a-l-a-d-i-l uh you can follow explosion network on twitter at explosion pod um you can watch this on youtube youtube.com slash explosion network which if you are thumbs down below subscribe to the channel as well thank you very much or you can listen to this if you'd like to do that it's on our review discussions by explosion network uh podcast channel which you'll find by just searching for that apple podcast spotify all the links are all at explosionnetwork.com as well of course if you like movies and tv check out what do you want to watch a movies and tv podcast which ash hosts over there search for that on your podcasting service and thank you very much. This is the end of the Affinity Saga officially. Bye bye. Not officially. <laughs> officially. Bye bye. Catch up on the latest TV, online media, and movie news from the biggest comic book films and YouTube crazes to our local cinema scene. And then hear what we've been watching before asking the age old question What do you want to watch? Available on all podcast services every second Friday. Just search your podcast app for What do you want to watch and subscribe for free now. And keep watching stuff, I guess.